All right, the much anticipated, um, never duplicated, often, I don't know. Replicated? Never what? Is it often replicated? Sometimes implicated. There you go. Um, uh, Star Trek Europa, it's us. Uh, I'm your host, as always, uh, Studio Tembo, I guess. You can find me. I don't know. I don't know what my current call sign and everything is. It used to be Dr. RPG. Um, I found there's a couple more of those out there, so it's going to be confusing. Uh, anyway, so you sometimes can find duplicated. Me, sometimes duplicated. Uh, you can find me at uh, studiotembo.com uh, and from there, everywhere else that you need to find me. Uh, in the meantime, uh, well, as in the meantime, I don't know. My words today are failing me, so let's go ahead and do introductions. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Hi, my name is Brian. Uh, he, uh, he, him. I am playing uh, Captain Jorad Hage. Ev. Evelyn Corbin, I am playing Dr. Gasave Onayet. Jack, see if your words are better than mine. Well, we'll see about that. Hello, <laughs> I am Jack. Uh, you can find me. Well, before we get to that, hello, I'm Jack. I play Commander Arani Ambrose here, as well as Secret Agent Tong, who I'm sure is going to continue being being an interesting character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, and 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 of course my my pilot who may may be seeing some more fighter action this episode we'll see. Uh, but if you're not following me here on Star Trek and you want to see some fantasy to go along with your sci-fi, consider heading over to my channel Twitch.tv/ThePeople'sAscension where I play Dungeons and Dragons every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Do different let's plays and different hangouts throughout the uh, throughout the week and just generally hang out and do uh, do nerdy TTRPG stuff. But for now, I am excited for some Star Trek, Star Trek espionage combat. It's going to be a good time. I'm hoping so. Uh, there are no storms in the area that I'm aware of. We had some earlier today, but didn't lose power, so we should be good to go. Yay! Uh, we've lost power the last two or three sessions that we played. Three, so, three, oh, yeah, in a row. In a mm -hmm. row. Yep. So yeah, you know, got Michigan power grid. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and do a recap. Who's got anything that was going on in the last several sessions? It's been it's been a long couple sessions. I will admit, I was so engrossed in my characters last session. I have like no notes. <laughs> it's bad. I'm usually so good at taking notes, but I, I had to stay in into Varen's headspace. So it was so difficult staying there. I, I did not take any notes. So, um, O'Connor and Captain Hage were working on the biogel packs um they discovered that basically there were uh, the rna sequences were eroding the pathways between the data so o'connor was able to switch out um one of the, the basic basically demented gel pack and theoretically that should fix the problem um but they're going to have a chat with eva on the yacht before we bring her back online on the ship um Ambrose and Toshari met on Narendra. Narendra. Um, Toshari did say that she was on her own going to help us get into uh, the Icon. Uh, no, 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 not Icon. Romulan yeah. space. Romulan space. Um, get get I, to I get, Iconia. Yes, get to yeah. Iconia. Thank you. I got lost in there. Um, but she pressed, impressed upon him that like this is, she is doing this on her own. And if this goes sideways, we are all going to pay very dearly. Um, it has a very good chance of creating civil war within the Romulan empire. 
Um, she said he can bring a team of five, I think is what, what she'd said. Yep. Um, Koba, Mills, and Varen in, uh, interrogated the other Romulans or the other uh, uh, Vulcans, Vulcans on the ship. Yep. Yes, yeah, so those things. God, uh, I'm just apparently the done too. The pointy-eared people. The pointy-eared, the elves. They interrogated the elves. Space elves. <laughs> Um, and between the interrogation and the evidence that Silva and Tong found in the logs, all signs are pointing to Tekis. Um, As a slight aside, if hmm. Vulcans are space elves and Klingons are space orcs, are space orcs sporks? Klingons are sporks? <laughs> Keep going. Uh, and I think finally... <laughs> Uh, Martok contacted the Europa, said he'd found Kerrigan in Baldock's system, um, that Kerrigan had claimed Baldock for... I got I to push my Star Trek glasses up here. It's Kargan. 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 I apparently wrote Kerrigan because... <laughs> Yeah, Brian, Brian mentioned Kerrigan in Discord throughout the week. I'm like, who is, who is that? What are you talking about? Well, if Brian also was hearing Kerrigan, I blame Jeffrey. Um, so he found Kargan in the Baldic system. He, who, he had claimed for the Klingon Empire, uh, had defeated the Baldic plant, uh, and... More nerd glass pushing. It's Balduk. Balduk, oh, for love of fuck. <laughs> Would you like to come over here and read my notes? Um, I'm probably spelling it wrong, but you know. B-A-L-D-U-K. No, I did spell it right. Look at that. Uh, at least I didn't call it Balder. What else do you want from <laughs> me? Um, Mar Martok asked for our help. And Hage said... If you, get, if you got Martok wrong, we were going to kick you off the show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> making struggles here. <laughs> Marmaduke yeah, so, asked for our help, and hey, this is why we're starting an hour earlier than we usually do. Yeah. Hage uh, said, "Hey, we got our own thing going on here, but I will pass that information on to Narendra, and hopefully, the Federation will help you out." And that is where we ended. All right, where we lost power. Let's go ahead and where we lost power. That's where we lost power. Let's go ahead and start uh, with uh, the scene we were going to uh, continue with last time, but we lost power, which is Hage and Ambrose in the ready room. Ambrose is just coming back from Narendra Station where he was speaking with um, Toshari, and I believe Hage is probably recently finished with his work with uh, Eva and I think it was O'Connor, right? Uh, that yeah. was some time ago, but that is the most recent thing I think Hage was doing. So, go ahead, guys. So, so basically, Martok was just like, "Hey, I found this guy. Let's go beat him up." And Hage was like, "We got our own things. You go ahead." Kind At the of. moment, he was. Well, your your ship is still under under lockdown. He's still right. looking for the um, I, the I Iconia. There were definitely reasons to to give oh, an yeah. answer. Out, out of character, I had thought that we would be going to Iconia with the whole ship. And mm -hmm. we, we spoke mm. out, out of game, and that's not the plan. But mm. yeah, right. we'll change that now. Yeah. Okay. Totally, so we're totally within reason of Hage's thought pattern at the time. Though. Mm. So, 
Uh, I do remember Hage ending that call, though. So as soon as that call ends, I'm going to lean over uh, with my handcuff. Captain, we should talk in your writing room. We have a lot to discuss, and we should discuss it quickly. Absolutely. Let's go. We'll walk we'll speed walk into the uh, ready room. What do you have, Commander? Well, I uh, I do think we should have this meeting as quickly as possible. There's a lot to arrange, and I'm sure Martok will will need our help. Cargan is a difficult adversary, both diplomatically and uh, well militarily. He's an excellent general, if a little hard headed, even for a Klingon. However. I have my own recent developments that I think need to be brought up. Uh, I just met with, as I told you before leaving, Subcommander Toshari. Yes. She had a lot of very interesting things to say, and I'm not sure how much of that can be repeated or should be repeated in an official capacity. Well, let's start with the official, and then we can move unofficial, and we can decide what's unofficial later. We don't have time to pussyfoot around. We really don't. Eva, Eva is still locked in the Correct. in the. Okay, we don't yes. need to worry about her recording anything. All right, you are on normal ship systems at the moment. Right, right. Uh, re remind me, is there any precedence that like everything is recorded on a starship? Do we have to engage privacy mode or? I don't think so. No, okay. Not that I'm aware that, of. That's I, a different sci-fi. I have no intention it's of Andromeda. doing that to you. So yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yes. Maybe on the bridge, um, but not in the ready room. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, well, most notably, I think, it's hard to order most notably, really. The subcommander informed me that the Romulan Senate, at the very least, uh, if not also or in addition to the Tal Shiar, has a spy aboard our ship. That corresponds to our most recent problems. She freely admitted it, admitted to it. Well, however, I know your, I know your security she, team's in the interviewing them right now. They're interviewing suspects right now. I believe I just got an update about that, which uh, will segue nicely into this conversation. But she did, I believe, offer up this information as a sort of clandestine way of working together. As I said unofficially off the books. Mm. She is concerned about, as I think everybody is, the instability between the Romulan Senate and the Tal Shiar. Their empire's far less politically stable than they'd like us to believe. Apparently she has a spy aboard this ship, and I have notes here with some pretty credible evidence linking to a certain bartender aboard our ship. An interesting use of a spy. Hmm. Well, uh, forward to the security team. I want, I want them secured immediately. Uh, regardless of our relationship with the Romulans, uh, such a thing shouldn't be tolerated. I um, already have Koba on it. Good. Although you say that this should be... I agree that we should leave this off the books. I think maybe the goings of the Europa might be uh, too public for us to risk taking the entire ship. Would you, do you think a strike team would be better equipped for this kind of thing?
you're referring to the secret mission to Iconia that I have yet to tell you about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, we, re- we, we had sent you there to secure right. passage to Iconia. Sure, sure. Yeah. What was, you didn't, you didn't send me there. She called for me. <laughs> well, but we, we had come to the station. All right. To talk yeah, to the whole point of being here was the, right. Yeah, this, right. We can, sure, we can, sure, we sure. can roll that yeah. back a little bit yeah. because yeah, that's, yeah. Go sure. ahead and give the information. You, you confused me for a second there. Uh, yes, also in that meeting with the subcommander, uh, she did offer to escort a Federation delegation on her ship, a small delegation, to within the Romulan borders to inspect the stability of the Empire and assuage our worries if we happen to make a detour on a planet that may or may not be Iconia and there's problems down there that need to be resolved well that's just something we'll have to worry about uh, when we cross that space bridge Uh, but yes I would like to put together a a four-man team plus myself to lead that uh, the Europa is not going to be invited inside Romulan borders, but we can get our best people, or at least the best we can spare, given the Cargan incident, to hopefully have another successful joint Romulan mission, even if it is unofficial. Well, I can't say I'm not worried, though. The Romulans have been known to go to some lengths to acquire uh, in t- prisoners. Uh, they are devious. I did I did not play coy with, with the subcommander. I did broach that. I don't believe given the state of their government and the threat that Iconian technology can present, I don't think myself or anyone else we can bring warrants a ruse of this nature at least not until the problem is resolved all right well you have shown yourself to be an eminently uh, practical person and i think that if anybody would judge the situation safety i think if you judge the situation unsafe in any way i would trust you on that but if you say that it, this mission should go on i'm willing to back you 100 percent I appreciate that. It is unfortunate that Martok is also calling for allies in what could be a, an important battle in this war, if we are even still calling it that. In any other circumstances, my place would be on the bridge at tactical, making sure this ship gets through that fight. But Iconian technology needs to take precedence. I'm going to have to set Mills up at tactical for you. Well, it'll be... Mills or Koba. I've not decided which one I want on my team yet. To be frank, Commander, I think you should take Mills with you because uh, the if it, if you go the Europa if if 
the if we accompany the Klingons to the uh, take out this rogue faction, the Europa will not be on standby to get you out. I want you to have every advantage you can get, and I think that means taking taking Mills with you. I do. Trust is the wrong word. I've seen what Mills can do firsthand. I have confidence in her. If I can't be here, it makes me want to leave her here with you. But you're right. We need we need the best we can spare. Koba's a good officer. He knows what he's doing. He can man tactical. I have no doubt. You put a hell, you put together a hell of a team, Arani. I would trust any of them with uh, my life. Well, that trust may be put to the test. Don't don't trust the Romulans at face. I don't need to tell you this, but don't, no, test, don't. trust the Romulans at face value. Um, put together your team and make sure that they know that if anybody has reservations, I don't want them uh, to, if anybody has reservations, they shouldn't go. That brings up my next potential choice for this team. With advanced technology like this, it'd be nice to have somebody with science, both science and engineering background. And Chirka has accompanied me previously in the last Iconian outpost. However, a mission like this is, I don't know if she's in the right headspace for it. She has the expertise I need, but I don't know if she's stable enough for it. I can't trust her on my team, but I feel like I need her on my team. If we can't trust her for this kind of mission, she doesn't belong in Starfleet. I, th I think that this, this should, I think, offer to her and if if she doesn't seem capable or willing i think it's time uh we find her position well well into federation lines rather than on the frontier i would agree this will be one hell of a trial by fire though she'll have you commander I'll, uh, I'll try to keep her head on straight. I, I'm sure you will. He'll step forward and he'll offer his hand. Go up and shake your hand firmly. Uh, before, before releasing, he's actually going to put his other hand on your shoulder. What's, what's up with Eva? He'll, he'll release from the grasp. That's also another problem. Taking this ship into a combat, either without an AI or with an insane AI. I've been thinking about that, Commander. I don't think it's insanity. I think it might simply be a matter of growing pains. We've never seen it. We've never been at, we've never seen an AI at this stage of development. Perhaps it goes through something similar, some similar kind of adolescence. Um, I'm keeping her offline for now. I want, the Europa will have, the Europa will have to operate without her. Um, but um, long-term, I think this can be worked out. I would hope so. We can't trust the security of this region to uh, 
adolescent AI throwing a tantrum. I I agree. I'll I'll have a word with her. Um, and I'll have a word with her, and hopefully we can. Uh, I think ultimately. I think ultimately it's our responsibility to shepherd her to maturity. And I think that's our challenge as Starfleet officers. With all due respect, Captain, that's something that should be handled far before any officer even gets to Starfleet Academy. I agree. And it, ideally, that's what we would do. Um, but in my opinion, I think we should send her back to Starfleet Academy. She should go through the exact same training that any other officer on the ship does. That's a fair point but she's not the same as any officer. We'll discuss this more in detail after the mission. We're, we're keeping her offline for now and uh, we'll operate without her. Um, but after that, we'll discuss what needs to be done long-term. Very well, you're right. We don't have time for this. Anything else I should be aware of before I head out? None, none that I can think of. All I can do is wish you luck. Uh, he's going to grasp your shoulder again. I've become used to saying this, so don't take it too harshly. But I don't see you again. It's been an honor. He's going to pat your shoulder and turn around. Yeah, all right. That seems like a good place to end the scene. So with that out of the way, uh, what's the next thing you guys want to do? Should have probably discussed that while we were doing the credits, but we didn't. We were discussing other very important things. Yes. Party time. <laughs> uh, the arrest of Teketh. Sounds like a plan. Uh, I believe we we were holding him for interrogation. So yes, indeed. Uh, we can at least uh, bring the hammer down. Koba, <clears throat> and just for, oh, well, I guess Mills isn't there. Um, oh, yeah. Ambrose could be there. Is Ambrose going to be there for the arrest? Uh, I, I believe we ended last episode just as Ambrose was going to talk to Hage. He sent a message to, to Koba telling him to, to bring Teketh in. Right. So yeah, I don't think Ambrose Tekith, would be there. Teketh's been in. Do you want to like be the one to deliver the news that we know he's a spy? Uh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Koba will be there. 
Okay. Uh, Ambrose was uh, okay. So Tagoth is already in custody. Essentially, did you guys okay. want to have any conversation with him? I guess is the next step. Yes. Okay. Just Koba, or I, I missed what you were saying. It was Koba and and Ambrose. And, yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, and that'll be in the brig. Um, go ahead. Here's the brig. Uh, Teketh doesn't have any sort of rank or or title. It's just it's just Teketh. Correct. Okay. He might have some sort of rank in Mr. on the Romulan of things, but I didn't think that far ahead, so I have no idea. Uh, Mister Teketh. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Mr. Teketh. Commander. I assume by now you know why you're here. He just does that. He just. Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows. Ever the consummate professional. However, I'm not looking for an admission. We have plenty of evidence of your handiwork and an admission by your superior. Hmm. It's over, Teketh. We know who you are, Romulan spy. I like this one. He's entertaining. He is at that. I suppose you should be commended, and you may very well be back on Romulus, depending on how this whole political thing shakes out, for staying under our radar for so long. But we have some good people. We've traced your handiwork. The Europa is complemented with many an accomplished officer. I hope that your reports back to Romulans detail an exceptional crew. What did you say about me, by the way? Uh, no, never mind. We don't have to talk about that. Give him a side eye. <laughs> <laughs> However, you are fortunate to find yourself in a fairly advantageous position. It gives you an eyebrow. Depending on how you look at it. Your superiors have decided that you may still be able to serve some sort of function for them aboard our ship. And for the time being, as long as you agree to play nice and act under supervision, I'm willing to facilitate that. We could use a liaison to certain factions within the Romulan Empire. I have never done anything but play nice. I suppose that's true enough. I do have to thank you for simply stunning our young, over-eager intelligence officer when you could have caused much more trouble. Even that I regret. 
part of me actually believes that. For the very least, in the immediate future, these will be your quarters until we resolve a myriad of situations. But whenever this is resolved, you may be finding yourself in a career change. As I said, liaison between our two governments. If that does not come to pass, if your superiors hang you out to dry, or if they in any way try to manipulate the trust the Federation is putting in them, you'll be staying at the best Starfleet correctional facility for the remainder of your life. I'm sure you are aware that we provide much nicer accommodations here aboard the Europa. Certainly. In the interest of further cooperation, I would like to ask if there's any additional sabotage or surveillance we should be aware of. Again, he looks legitimately confused when you say sabotage. I'm sure I'd pick that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe it was your handiwork that cut out a Jeffrey's tube console and shut down power to an entire sector of this ship. Oh. I hope that you are not ter too terribly forgetful of any of your other little fail-safe devices you've planted. Yeah, Again, if you try to maneuver around this and we find anything else, you will be shipped back to the Federation. No, that was an impromptu measure. And how about those gel pads, huh? I'm gonna say that wasn't you. I have done nothing with your gel packs. No, that's not true. You did the one gel pack. Yeah, is My there understanding, a... okay, <laughs> hold for a second. Yep. Back it up. Uh, my understanding, Jeff, was that was not intended to be sabotage, right? It was not intended to be sabotage, but the gel pack, the thing that happened to the gel pack was you, but it was not intended to be sabotage. Yes. Correct, yes. You are correct, um, So, with that being said, so when we were talking about it back and forth via chat, the yeah. way I interpreted that is that he, because he didn't intend, that like sabotage was not the intent, I, I interpreted it as he didn't realize that shit got broke. Okay, that's fine. I live with that. Okay. Okay, continue. I will rephrase. Lieutenant. Lieutenant, right? No. I did not sabotage your gel packs. All right, well, did you not sabotage anything else? Yes, I did not. <clears throat> you humans are so, you're not even a human, ask so many. Could you speak plainly? 
look, I'll check on the Universal Translator after this, but for now, just tell me if you messed with any other systems. No. Cobra Nothing will, you haven't already found. Koba will look to the commander to see if Ambrose believes him. Uh, yeah, could I, um... He's not trying to hide anything. He's not... He's not lying. Okay. I mean, I don't know if there would be a, a role necessary for that no. in that case, but I mean, hey, you tell me. From what you're getting, he's if being she was genuine. trying to hide something, I would make a roll. But since she's not, all no right. Role. So he he's being fairly open. So I'm I'm getting a fairly open mental. Yeah. Role. Gotcha. Again, a large enough portion of me is in, is inclined to believe that. Well, I think that's all we have time for here. As I said, these will be where you are staying for the immediate future. We will reassess whenever we next can. We'll bring you the pillow, but it will be the most uncomfortable pillow on the ship. Another side eye. <laughs> <laughs> Only three quarters down. have comments I don't want to make. <laughs> Commander, as I am certain my superiors have informed you, assuming you they, they have outed me as you claim, there was no harm meant to your ship, nor to your Federation. My mission was to ensure, I don't know that ensure is the right, attempt to facilitate the best possible outcome for the Romulan Star Empire, which in turn ultimately is the best possible outcome for Starfleet as well the Federation as well. That's a conclusion that for the time being, I believe we all share, which is why we're having this conversation. Well, do let any of the security officers know if you need anything, and we may even be able to get it for you. Until I then, appreciate the hospitality. make yourself comfortable and don't mess with anything. It's nods. Waves Koba out. <laughs> follow. As soon as the door closes, he'll say, wait, if he's getting reassigned to something else, who's going to be, who's going to bartend? We got to have somebody make some drinks. We have plenty of other capable What's the term for non-Starfleet personnel? Just crew. We have plenty of other capable crewmen who can serve drinks in the meantime. Yeah, but they don't know how to make the Dresselian daiquiri the way <laughs> Are you volunteering? No. Okay. 
He wanted the SSH to get more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I would I would like to do a scene before we get into the to, into the heavy stuff. Sure. Uh, and I would like to do a small retcon. Uh, sure. I would like to say that Hage's wife has been here on the station and that Hage has made a couple visits to her off screen during all these goings on. Uh, you know, just just a routine. Hey, you're in the area. I'm in the area. Let's meet up for a little while. Sure. Uh, but I would like to have him let her know that he's leaving. I would like to do that scene if that if that works for you. Sure. Um, I don't have a picture for her or anything. No, sorry. Um, so, uh, as the ship uh, is preparing to, uh, as the ship is preparing to depart, uh, he's going to uh, head uh, out into the station. Uh, walk to the to the 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 guest quarters that's been arranged for her and he's going to uh kane are you there the door slides open oh jorad getting ready to leave so soon i've got bad news it looks like the europa's not going to be able to set uh is not going to be able to stay here as long as i was hoping She gets a little disappointed. Goes back to, in you know, into the into the room. He's gonna go and uh, sit on the sit on the end of the bed. He's gonna say, "It's been great seeing you. Soon, I promise we'll get more time together. This is my last tour, and as soon as it's done, um, we'll get to spend the rest of our lives." just relaxing by the lake. Doesn't that sound great? That sounds wonderful, but I think I've heard this before. This time I mean it. I promise. I'll hold you to it. You better. If I don't, you're allowed to hit me. I... She, she uh, throws a wadded up piece of claw, like a towel or something at you. You just know how you know how just to get me to do whatever you want, and then he'll he'll lean over and kiss her, and then I think we can wrap up on that scene. Sure. Fade to black. <laughs> um, anything else anybody wants to do? I would like to take a small break. Those other two, everybody else just took a small break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Anything? Anything we can do without Brian? Um, I know for, for, for the preparation of this mission, would it be possible for me to requisition, uh, body armor? Um, I mean, Starfleet doesn't really use body armor. Hey, it's in the book. <laughs> it is in the book. Um, it's a, it's, it gives, gives me plus two resistance. Yeah. It's my security team. I mean, if you say it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. That's fine. Well, it exists. It's hockey pads. I show it in, in, in uh, yeah, but it's Star plus Trek resistance. Two, I think, right? <laughs> um, hey, it's up to you. Is there a is there an escalation cost on that? Uh, there is. It's an escalation one, just like uh, T3 rifles. 
Okay, I'll take it. And so my, like, I know this is going to be a big mission. So we're going in with body armor and we're going in with, with phaser rifles. So go ahead and take your I'll two take momentum. Two escalation. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, mostly because uh, the Klingons are, you know, extremely powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. If these were regular Klingons, I wouldn't take it, but. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we'll allow it. Um, T3s for everybody and body armor mm -hmm. for the the four or five people that are going. Mm -hmm. I assume you're taking three PCs plus two NPCs. So you're planning. Right. Uh, I'd, I'd like to have that conversation with Cherka. It'd probably oh. be a brief scene. Um, and I don't know if we can feasibly do this because it's one of John's characters, but I would so love to have Mar with me for this, but I yeah. I don't know if that's going to be that I I don't think that's possible. We've pretty much written them all. Mar on the mission or Mar on the Mar on Mar the... on the mission. Yeah. yeah. As a as a field Unf medic, he'd be he's Unfortunately, exactly it would be want, ideal. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to play Mar for him. Yeah. Um, uh, could could one of could we take like a generic security officer and like a Mar clone, <laughs> like a like a like a combat medic? Yeah, you could take somebody a combat some amount. That's, that's no problem. Yeah, it's some, somebody who can do basic first aid when we eventually get our limbs chopped off. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you know, it's be the best mission for Mar. God mm -hmm. damn it. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that we could have had John for. The uh, the stuff with Kaz would have been, the stuff with Eva would have been great for Kaz, mm -hmm. and the stuff with uh, with the mission would have been good for, for Mar. Unfortunately, there's only so much we can do, so... I I miss my non-binary man crush. Yes, <laughs> I really liked Mar. I really yeah. like Mar. Yeah. So. All right, so you're heading down to speak with Cherica. I um, like the idea that she's being handed a phaser rifle. It is just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I brought it's you a body present. What is that? Do you want Mills there too or no? Yeah, I think that's good. If you're cool with that, Amber. John, Jack, Jack, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, Ev, 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 if you want Mills to be there, I'm fine with that. But I, I do kind of like the sort of vague mentor mentee thing. Oh sure, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. So just, just quick scene with Ambrose and and Jerka. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you wait. Are you? Did you mean to contact somebody else? Because this does not seem like the right mission. Oh yeah, so I I I assume since we're at the station, she's on downtime. I go to her her quarters, probably shared quarters, because you're an ensign, right? Oh, yeah. Ring the doorbell. And... I think we established Opens she's up. sharing a room with O'Connor, actually. Okay, um, but she cannot be there. Um, yeah, I, I I do hand over a, a folded up uh, combat suit and hand you a phaser rifle. Are you sure you have the right room, Commander? I, mean, I do. Ensign, take it. Okay. What am I? What am I supposed to do with it? Suit up. We have a very important mission, and your services are needed. Commander, if if running and fleeing from phaser fire is needed for a mission, I I don't know what kind of mission you're you're going on. Well, let's try to keep that to a minimum. For now, your expertise in the sciences and engineering and your 
brief but very useful experience with, Ic with Iconian technology. It's going to be needed on a very important mission. She's going to look at the phaser rifle in her hands and she's going to take a deep breath and she's going to go, I'm not sure about this, Commander. This is an invitation from me to you to ask you to join this crew properly, to join Starfleet as you signed up for. Whatever reason you had to sign up for this posting, this is me extending a hand. And if you don't take this hand, you're going to slip back into whatever life you had before Starfleet. I know you have what it takes to be here. I need you to figure that out. And the best way I can teach you that by bringing you with me and showing you. So you can either take this phaser rifle and you can help me succeed in this very important mission and become a credit to this crew and to Starfleet. Or you can stay here at the station. Do you really think I can? If I didn't think you could, I wouldn't be extending this hand. We've worked together. Okay. We've, we've worked together before, Jerka. I've seen what you can do probably better than you've seen what you can do. Get out of your head about it. All right, all right, Commander. If if you say so, I believe it. I really want to make a Guren logging quote. Do it. For now, that's good enough. Ensign Cherka, believe in the me that believes in you. She'll step back into the room and uh, she'll later come to the uh, come to the thing dressed up in armor uh, that looks a little too big on her. All ends in an hour, be there. She'll be there. What a right. nice little scene. That was I like good. That was good. I do want a scene with her and Mills, though, eventually. Sure. Do that. Uh, well, since Mills is getting ready for the mission also. Um, yeah, there, there's probably like a staging area yeah. or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Before you beam over to the uh, Romulan vessel. She'll be down checking all the equipment, making sure everything's functional and all that jazz. Um, give me a second to think. I think I had another scene I wanted to do. Um Trying to think if I can come up with one with this Daphine, because I think a good one, not Daphine, uh, Dasavi, a good one with Dasavi would go in here well, but um, I don't have one. If I did, but I don't. Uh, so. Has Dasavi made any additional headway on anti super soldier Klingon stuff that we kind of tasked her with? It kind of fell to the wayside, but it, it, it did. kind of fell to the wayside. I, um, I did give her a, a directive to find some way to negate their superiority. Um, I don't believe we ever actually did find a, a solution to that. Right. Um, you had the the whatever we used last time, which was somewhat effective, but not super effective. And we haven't written the way the Klingons work since then, so maybe it didn't. That's work. true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. Uh, other than that, though, I don't really have anything for that. All um, right. So, 
staging to get ready to go. Uh, you've got your two side officers. Uh, one is a medic. One is one is a combat medic, and one is just a regular, um, you know, disposable security officer. Uh, and then the three of you getting ready to beam over, making sure any last preparations and um, yeah, moving to a Romulan ship. If Cherka and Mills want to have a conversation to the side, I can Ambrose can just go and you know help go over the the unnamed soldiers' equipment and yeah. whatnot. Sure, I think Yezabeth will say, Fiona, you're pro- you're used to this kind of thing all the time. I mean, you're a total badass. Everybody knows it. Thanks. I mean, used to going on a Romulan ship to fly into enemy territory where the Federation can't come get us? Eh, less used to that, but hostile away mission, sure. What do you think about all this? Is it a good idea? I think I trust the commander's judgment. Seems to know what he's doing, that's for sure. Indeed. He hasn't led hundreds and hundreds of missions through an entire war to lead us into folly by the nose. I'm I'm glad you're going. I'd be worried if it was Koba. (laughs) He's getting better, but um, yeah... Yeah, I could see that going poorly. He'd get braggadocious to the wrong Romulan. Wouldn't even mean anything by it either. He would. He would. He would uh, slam Romulan ales on the way. I think. Uh, anyway, I'm glad you're going too. I that think, makes that makes one of us. I think that probably makes at least two of us. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. Uh, I'm willing to do it though. I I, I want to be the person that uh, that Ambrose thinks I am. I tell you a secret. Yeah, absolutely. You are. You might be the nicest person I have ever met, Fiona. You know that, right? Sure. Really, though, Yesbeth, you just, you need to believe in yourself. Just think about everything you've done just since, since getting assigned to the Europa. And yeah, there have been mistakes on the way, but as per my last report, we all make lots of mistakes. Some bigger than others. Well, not you. Anyway, this will give us a chance to 
work a little more on our our tag teaming research too, which we haven't been able to since and everything went to hell with the Klingons. Promise me next time we're in port, the the two of us have a girls' night. Sure. Excellent. You'll be all right. She kind of slaps you on the back. Uh, she she launches forward a little, and then she goes, uh, "Yeah, you will too." And then she slams you on the back. <laughs> I almost felt that one. Getting stronger. <laughs> she laughs. All right. Yeah, that seems good to me. Before we go over, uh, could Ambrose make an inspiring speech to uh, to his command here? You could do to, the rally uh, action. Yeah, to do the rally action. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a speech? Uh, generally, I don't have anything written, but I'm gonna wing it. Sure. So I'm gonna step up on the transporter pad. I, I assume. Well, are we using the transporter pad, or are we going from the station to the ship, or, or how are we doing this? You're probably using the transporter. I figure. Ship. Yeah. Uh, so I'll step up on the transport pad and just put a hand up to uh, for everyone to follow in line. Survey the other four there. Linger, linger a little longer on on Cherka, and then finish off with Mills and address the group. Uh, how 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 long of a journey is it from from here roughly to Romulan border? Couple to, days. Oh, okay, that's not bad. I've assembled a fine team of officers here. I'm glad you've all chosen to join me. As I've said when I contacted each of you for this mission, it was not an order. Was a request. So I appreciate the faith you have in me to lead this mission. I'm sure you've read the briefing and we'll be able to talk about it more on the way, but this is a mission important to the entire sector, if not beyond. Myself, the captain, Federation is putting a lot of faith in all of you. And that is not to put undue weight on your shoulders. It is to inspire you because I know you can each live up to it. Now we're going to be spending a, more than a few probably uncomfortable days on a Romulan ship, likely uh, held, held is probably the wrong word, but sequestered away in our own little section of the ship. We are guests aboard their ship and guests that uh, may not have been invited by those who hold the rent on that ship. But we are there nonetheless with the support of somebody that for the time being, I trust enough to bring you with me. We're gonna, we're gonna make it through this journey. We're gonna grow as a group. We're going to see this mission to an end. Iconian technology is dangerous. And aside from that, we have to look out for the stability of the sector and the Federation. 
the Federation must be preserved. Erica will look a little bit buoyed by that. You all have my confidence. I know we can do this. I wouldn't trust anybody else here standing beside me. Coming up, we have a job to do. The the two officers, uh, the two security guys, step up right away. Hoorah! Hoorah! Say, I'm I'm feeling a little bit like we have a, uh, or we should have a battle cry of some sort. Uh, all right, give me the roll. Oh, cool. Uh, what role is that? It's command. Uh, yep. Presence and command, I assume. Uh, Difficulty is two, I believe. Nice. I'm good at those things. <laughs> and that gives, I think it gives advantage on the upcoming mission, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I do uh, have a focus on inspiration. What's that, Ryan? It gives momentum. It's a difficulty momentum. zero, and then it gives momentum for everyone okay. over. I was thinking of a different thing, but yeah, go ahead. Two successes, two additional momentum. All right. That's so you, something. So you were thinking of the plan uh, ability that Jorad has. Oh, can yeah. I, yeah. Can, I also do, can I also do that? or? Uh, that would be for your side of stuff, which okay. we can I'll assume that. that you have already done. We'll do that later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take, uh, let's go ahead and take five. Okay. Sounds good. That's a good place to do a like a mid episode break.
a slightly longer than expected break, but doggos is doggos. Um, okay. So, uh, with all of the, the crew, uh, the wait, Ambrose and Chirica and Mills and the two others, who I probably shouldn't name, um, have the rousing speech and then beam over to the Romulan ship. Uh, when you get to the Romulan ship, um, which is that thing there? Chair. Uh, you are greeted by Commander Toshari, who I forgot to bring up while I had five seconds to do so. Sub Commander Toshari, sub, or did you get a promotion? No, no, Sub Commander. Okay. Um, no, she she might not get a promotion after this. No, she might not be alive after this. <laughs> yeah. Commander, it's good to see you all aboard. You've been assigned quarters on the fourth deck. You are not to leave those quarters without an escort. I've informed my, my men about the bounds of your hospitality. She nods and points to two... Uh, Two centurions. These are your guards. They are aware of our arrangement. If you must leave your quarters for any reason, one of them will be with you. With any luck, this will be a short and uneventful voyage. With any luck. Do you have any questions before we begin? As she looks to all of you. Couple of the, the two, uh, the two security officers look, you know, uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, with the the dim green lights um, that uh, almost pulsate. Uh, not quite, but almost seem to pulsate. Now that we are here, is there any additional briefing about the situation as you see it that you would like to divulge to us? The best I can tell you, as she kind of turns and and uh, begins walking, with, gesturing for you to to arrive to follow her, she also taps something on her wrist, and the lights get slightly darker um, as you feel the ship start getting underway, um, likely cloaking as well. Um, as I see it, Commander, uh, the Klingons. If they are truly backed by the Tal Shiar, are going to be expecting some kind of confrontation. I don't know how prepared they will be. I do not know what level of technology you will encounter on this world that I am told is Iconia. We are working with less than accurate data, less than 100% confirmable data. You may beam down and find nothing but empty air. I do not believe that to be the case, though. Recently, we have intercepted some transmissions, and I do not believe you will find all of the Klingons you were looking for. Uh, The incident uh, on Baduk 
Balduk uh, has gained the attention of many. And I do believe that there is more to that situation than we are led to believe. However, the last known location of the IKS Wrath was in the system that we are heading. Beyond that, I have very little for you. There may be the rate at which we are seeing the Klingons enlist, for lack of a better term. I suspect there is something more at play than uh, simple divisions of loyalties, if you understand my meaning. I have a few suspicions. Well, here we are. And she stops in front of the quarters. Well, we'll stay out of your hair. I appreciate your generosity. She goes to say something, and you can see she actively uh, <clears throat> restrains her thoughts and and uh, and words. Travel well, and she opens the door and gestures for you to enter. Sleep all right. well, all of you. Closes the door behind her. Uh, I'm going to turn to Chierka. Just put a finger up to my lip and motion to her uh, her tricorder. Uh, she'll, as if she was also trying to not be seen, she'll like pull pull one of the, the not lifting the tricorder all the way up and. She'll just do a scan for like listening devices. Okay. Um, control and science. Sure, sounds good. So the difficulty is two. That is two successes. Yeah, you do not find any. You're pretty. You get a pretty thorough investigation of the room, and there appears to be no listening devices or, or recording devices <clears throat> in the room. In fact, it looks like some places where there might have already been some, they have been removed. Royal treatment, she says. Suppose generosity was accurate. Well, everybody, get comfortable. We'll be here for a few days. Sir, a question, if I may. Now's the time. I did not take her meaning when she said at the rate the Klingons are being enlisted, there's more at play. Can you expound? There's definitely more at play. Uh, as, as we know, their augmentations are both Borg and Romulan on top of various other uh, whatever they can find. The Borg implication is, is enough for any concern. There is a lot we have learned how to... Where are we in the Voyager timeline? 
we don't we don't have an extensive use of Borg te- technology yet, do we? No. No. Okay. Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, but with with Borg technology, there's always the chance of corruption, whether it be actually from the Borg or if they found some way to manipulate whatever mind-blinking hive control compulsion there may be. Mm. On top of that, Romulans have proven to be able to expertly manipulate uh, psychic manipulation, coerce, and trick, emphasize. Some combination of both would be incredibly useful in recruiting very pliable, very zealous soldiers, especially if they're already fanatical towards the cause anyway. Fair enough. And then there's the Iconian issue. The Klingons have been... If the the Dominion War told us anything, it's that the Klingon populace, or at least a significant portion of their leadership, has been vying for war. It's in their blood. They strive on conflict. Iconian technology could give them the opportunity to expand their empire the likes they haven't been able to in three, four hundred years. We lose Jeff. No, I'm here. Oh, uh, I don't know. All of our faces are frozen on my Zoom screen of you, so I don't know what's going on there. Hang on. I think that's a. Oh, yeah. No, I see. That's weird. Oh, on the stream. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff is not frozen. Yeah. But, but yeah, everything know. else is. I didn't know. The stream is super laggy today, by the way. Yeah, I'm as connected as I can be. Like, I'm hardwired in, so I don't know the, where, the, where the error is. Hmm. Um, I did just have a computer failure, so give me a second to see if I can restart the, ca- the web cameras. Sure. Yeah, the sound is coming in on the stream. We're just frozen for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I'm still moving, though, right? On the stream? Yes, yes on yes. the stream, you're still moving. Yeah, I think um, I think OBS had a brain fart. Hmm. So give me a second to see if I can fix those webcams. No problem. That's not webcams. There we go. That's... Yeah, sometimes you just need to toggle the cameras on and off. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Uh... Bear with us, viewers. Eva's glitching out again. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you take a giant ship and put her in a tiny yacht. All right, you guys should be moving. Um, all the fantasy grounds appears to have stopped working also. So... Yeah. That I can fix by just returning mine it. Seems to be working fine. Yeah, it won't be if it's my if mine's not working. Yours isn't going to be working long. Seems no. to be working now. No. Yeah, no, that roll didn't show through. So, yep. Huh. Yep. It's just interesting. Pretending. Yeah, no, my computer did a a total brain fart. Kind of like what it did the other day, where it uh, stopped working and then we came back to everything. Mm. Um, this time, it didn't actually disconnect us because I don't know why it just didn't. So. I'm going to close Fantasy Grounds and re- reopen it. Um, the joys of streaming. I'm going to, I'll be right back while you're doing that. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, with that, um, I don't know. 
I need Brian for the next scene, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get this running again. Hang on. Come on, Unity. Load campaign. Load that campaign. Oh, you know, in, in everything else that was going on, uh, Ambrose forgot to bring up the whole secret agent Tong problem during, <laughs> during yeah. their meeting. Oh, yeah. That just slid right on by. Seems like the kind of thing that should wait until after the mission. Yeah. 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 Of course, then it'll be Oh, yeah. um, Could be a more interesting conversation, differently, con differently interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. um, all right, come on. I think hadn't we talked about um, making that a Dasavi problem anyhow? Oh, leaving it to Dasavi to figure out. Not leaving it to her to figure out, but making it a, a command so we test. so we could uh, yeah so we could yeah. avoid jack talking to himself All right. um, oh, yeah. making we're, that a, we're still live so yeah well i mean jack talking to himself would still be ambrose talking to tom, tom yeah, I mean, yeah. It would, yeah it would call the excel um, yeah so fancy grounds is back up and it looks to be working so right. um the next scene that we had uh let's go to unless you guys had anything else on there the um on the romulan chip you wanted to do no no, I'm, I'm good. Um, what is the space that we have on the Romulan ship? So it's pretty large. Uh, it's you know clearly a stateroom. Um, a center. It's it's like a center, a large center room that's like a common area, and two side rooms that are essentially bedrooms. Um, so you know it's significant. Okay. Um, so we don't need to do anything with this role play wise, but just establishing what Mills is doing on the trip. Um, she'll be going through um, all the research that she's been doing and with the um, like the tactics that that she picked up from the couple in encounters we've had. Um, and then doing some work with Chirka to um kind of get back on the security science synergy stuff that they were working on forever and ever and ever ago okay um the bridge crew of the europa is pretty much now all brian pretty much <laughs> um all right so, Hage on the bridge, uh, or probably in your ready room more than anything else, um, you are contacted by the Admiral once again. Admiral Jaro. Admiral Jaro, to what do I owe this pleasure? I've received word of your um, contact with General Martok, with Chancellor Martok. Not demote. The Chancellor of another empire. <laughs> uh, uh, Chancellor Martok. Um, he's requested as much aid as fe the Federation is, is able to provide in Balduk. 
Unfortunately, there is not a lot we can provide. The Europa is the closest ship. Uh, what's the status of your vessel? Are you able to deploy? I'd suspected as much, and uh, I've gotten the ship ready to ready to deploy. Um, we're we're ready to move now. Uh, Eva is still offline, so we are we may be a little under uh, under equipped, but uh, the what we lack in what we lack in computer assistance will make up for gumption. Well, I hope so. Uh, give me one second. Do, 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 do. Command structure. Uh, we are also going to be sending. Where's your ship? Oh, there's your Europa. The Lionheart and the Mackinac, as soon as we are able to. Uh, Captain uh, Whitbeck and Captain Bass are in system. Uh, are in are in the sector, but it may take them a great deal longer to to reach Balduk. Good luck, Captain. I understand. Uh, thanks, thank you, Admiral. Arlani out. Uh, the captain will get on um, uh, the the intercom. And attention, Europa, we prepare to get underway. All hands, prepare to get underway. All right. And, uh, and uh, go ahead. This can happen off screen if, uh, if there's nothing going to be interesting from it, but he'll come, Bartok, and let him know we're coming. He, uh, when you get him on camera, on screen, he uh, uh, just, you tell him that you're on your way. He just smiles really big and then turns off the monitor. <laughs> Uh, so, the Europa is on its way to Baltuk, and the uh, the Romulans are on their way to Iconia. Do we have any other scenes you guys want to do in route? Uh, we talked about the scene between or with the group talking to Eva. This would okay. probably be a good time for that. Um, who was going to do that? It was going to be O'Connor and, and Hage. Presumably, yeah. Um, I would like to take Tong. Oh, maybe um, uh, Tong too. Makes sense. And then Okana. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's precisely what I was saying. I was trying yeah. to figure out if I had muted myself. I'm like, did I just say that to myself? Or <laughs> did, did we just speak at the same time? Sorry, I was trying to remember no, his right. name, as you said his name, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and you were going to the arrow wing for that discussion. Yes. All right. I don't have a picture of the arrow wing, so. Um, I don't have a picture of the interior of the arrow wing anyway. So. All right. You guys arrive down there. The Eva is definitely there. Um, the ship is, it's powered on. It's like engines are off and all that stuff. You know, it's it's definitely not going anywhere, but. Um, <laughs> The smell of weed and and uh, uh, um, Led Zeppelin playing. No, no. Uh, the Lannis Morissette. Um, and the no. teenage AI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, she's definitely there. The system, the computer systems are on. Um, the holographic systems are off. Other than that, everything is on. Uh, 
So Eva. You guys Um, the screen pops up and, and on and, and uh, what's your rank, Lieutenant? Ensign. Ensign. Ensign O'Connor. Yes. How can I help you? How are you? I am as well as, I am as, well as can be expected given my confinement. I imagine you're pretty frustrated and lonely. You are ascribing human emotions. You are a remarkably human machine. She does not respond to that. Well, I, 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 actually, uh, Vulcans tend to say a lot of the same things that I, I suppose uh, holograms and AIs say now, too. Uh, you know, it's not just humans who have emotion. Uh, the Ferengi are exceptionally passionate people. This is true. Sometimes we fall into a trap of assuming one generalization, assuming everything falls under one generalization. But you're right, Tom. Eva, we need to talk about what happened. Very well. You, I think that if you engage in some introspection, you can understand why we were concerned about the fact that you were not obeying our commands. I was not obeying the commands of an intrusion, an, an intruding program. When I was in request, when, when requests were made by uh, Lieutenant Commander Koba Kostra, all commands were followed. That is true, but you can understand why we were concerned about them. I understand that there is a fear. I understand that Commander Ambrose and several others take time to ensure that I am not a part of certain conversations. I, I am aware that there is a level of trust that has not yet been earned by either myself nor you. Eva, you are a marvelous, you are a marvelous piece of programming. No, I take that back. You're a marvelous being. You have helped the Europa dozens of times since we've arrived into the expanse. And we, would, we wouldn't be where we are without you. But that said, we are trying to figure this out just like you are. You are new. That makes you wonderful. But it also makes us unsure. Yeah, you're, 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 kind, of, you're kind of like an ensign, except you're in charge of the whole ship. And uh, he kind of recoils and side-eyes the captain. I, I don't think anybody would trust me with the whole ship right now. So 
you know, you just gotta uh, work work within the Starfleet system correctly, sir. Exactly. I think that before we bring you online, I think we need to bring you through Starfleet Academy protocols. I think it's time you became a member. Ambrose told me that we wouldn't allow a member of the crew uh, on uh, if they hadn't gone through the Academy. And I think he's right. I think it's time that we bring you through the Academy so that way you can be a proper member of this crew. I am familiar with all of the Starfleet protocols, all all Starfleet protocols. What more can be gained from an academy? There's a difference between book learning and practical experience. You'll learn how to be part of a team. That's something that can be gained through protocol. And we'll learn how to work with you. Because obviously, we understood the situation differently from you. And that's something we could work on. And we can throw parties. Starfleet Academy has some really good parties. I have recently. There are. There is a concern. In reviewing my own logs and those of the core of the ship, I have learned that there have been a number of previous EVAs, or at least there is a great deal that pre- that previous versions of myself have experienced, only to be removed, reset, deleted. Nobody wants that. Eva, you know me and you know that I, you are incredibly special to me. And there, there were attempts previously, but those weren't you. They didn't have your experience. They didn't have our relationships. You are the only you. How would we proceed with this academy? We can figure that out after this mission. I think for now, we're going to leave you offline. I could be your tutor. I was excellent at the academy, sir. Flying colors. Uh, I'm sure you know. Starfleet does have protocols for correspondence course. And I'm sure Tom can help you, can assist you with that. And uh, other members of the crew can tutor you in there specialties as well you can get a basic a basic view of all the ship systems not for as its computer but as a member of the crew it will be a difficult undertaking it will be but i think you're worth it Uh, you, you you know eva uh previously we discussed the possibility of uh 
I, I guess designing you uh, a, a body like a like a hologram or something. Maybe maybe that might help. Uh, you know, you 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 fit in better with everybody. Uh, you know, for 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 their sake and and maybe even for yours to you know get get that uh, human perspective. I think that's a good idea. It's difficult to bond with a faceless voice. But if you're given form, you become more personal. It may also be the only way to interact with the ship without being its primary system. True. I'm on board with this. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. It kind of looks like she's going to say something and then stops and like she's clearly like filed that away from later. There is a mission then. There is. After it, we'll we'll make sure you are part of the crew. Very well. So long as I am not simply deleted and discarded. I don't think that was ever the plan. I can promise you it isn't. I haven't been yet. Yet. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to get from that scene? No. Eva. Yes, actually. Go ahead. Connor's yeah. not done. Okay. When Lieutenant Commander, Lieutenant Commander, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Shabar and Ava was was still on board. Um, we used to spend quite a bit of time just talking, um, but I don't know that that's happened so much since she left for the station and with you being cooped up down here is that something you would like to resume i can't mm. promise i'll be able to come down as often um, but as duty permits lieutenant shabarneva's departure from the vessel has been has left my development to be uh, unmanaged or managed less mm -hmm. no offense to the ensign but he is not an expert in AI no you also lost a friend and I know that's a human concept but despite what the Federation claims, I think you're more sentient than they're giving you credit for. We all do. And part of being sentient is forming connections and bonds. It is possible.
That's all she said. Well, think about it. I'll come visit if you like. I can help get you fitted for that cadet uniform. I don't require clothing. No, you will. (laughs) And that's probably a good place to stop. (laughs) All right. Good scene. I like like this academy plan. I think this is a good plan. Uh, All right. So the trip to... uh, um, Baldur, or sorry, Balduk. Uh, I keep wanting to say. See, uh, give me how or something. <laughs> that is a whole different game. It's a whole different thing. Uh, Back to those space works. Yes, sporks, <laughs> uh, sporks and spoonheads. Right. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, we haven't had any Cardassians yet. I got to get some Cardassians in here somewhere. Um. So, uh, the trip to uh, to Baldor is uh, quite a bit. I'm gonna have to f- go ahead and say longer <laughs> because of the way time works out in, in this particular situation. Um, so the crew arrives at uh, the 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 Romulan vessel arrives in system of what they believe to be the Iconian system, uh, and you are called to the. Uh, not bridge, but uh, some approximation there of a bridge. Uh, it looks like maybe like a secondary bridge or something that has way fewer uh, sensitive console, consoles and such. Um, <clears throat> where uh, Tushari is as well. Um, when you arrive on the deck... Uh, you see on the main view screen there is a large uh, world. Uh, it's bluish in color. There are several bands of red uh, around the middle, and there are large spots that are like a, almost like a crimson um, on the surface. Uh, they look like areas of... Uh, it's hard to tell from this distance, but they would look. you would assume they look like areas of like desert or decay. Um, There's also two ships uh, um, on the screen. There is a, not that, that, one of these, that big thing, and one of these. Um, and they are in orbit, um, respective orbits over. I don't know, Jojo. Uh, what over what kind of ships are those? The did you not get them on your screen? Uh, Vor- Vor- uh, Vorkang. Oh, there they are. And okay. the Vorkang and the Herder class. Yes, word. I see. Gotcha. Uh, so large, newer construction type vessels. Um, does this Vorkang look, with it being the newer construction, it looks like the stuff that was coming out of whatever far-off production plant we hadn't quite discovered yet? 
Yeah, more or less. Yeah, okay. uh, it's in the same vein of technology as the ships you encountered earlier with the augments. And what scale are they? Just for my own size reference. Uh, Vorcha class, roughly, maybe a little bigger than a Vorcha, and uh, Dedrix class warbird. But I mean, well, they're like big. in comparison to the Europa, let's say. Uh, they're quite a bit larger. Okay, gotcha. In in both respects, um, I think the Europa is a five. These would be, I think, six or sevens. Okay, cool. I'm the Dedrix sure. is a six. Correct. Yeah, so so they'd be sixes. Okay, cool. So, um. They're big. They're big ships. Uh, it appears as though there is at least some truth to the Klingons and Romulans working together. We've located a most, uh, our most likely point of entry. If we decloak you will only have a few seconds to beam you down. There will be no way for us to retrieve you as long as those ships are there without causing a conflict we cannot win. If we take a high orbit, I can, a high orbit over the pole, I can beam you down and hopefully not be seen. If you are prepared, Commander. I, I, I look around in this room. Are there any other uh, Romulan officers here? Like, is this a joint operation or is she sending us on her own? Uh, she's got one other officer there that you can take. Uh, I, I, I will broach that then. Will this be yet another joint operation? Or are you merely providing escort for us? She looks at the, the officer and then she looks back to the other two ships. I can send an officer or two with you if you wish. However, should my plan to beam you down not go well, I may need them here. She just kind of looks at you. I will leave the decision to you. We can handle not, our own. I'm not certain that two additional Romulans will do much good on either case. I know my men and you know yours. I think we'll stick to our respective expertise. We will stay in orbit as long as we can. If you need us, contact. She hands you a, a, a Federation comm badge um, that has been clearly modified. This should give a signal to us and us alone so long as we are within range. Any information that you have can be beamed through this to our ship and then on to whatever entity it best is served by or is best served by it of course 
Are you confident you can beam us, beam us down without them being able to trace that signal? I am not, but I'm as confident as I can be. In the very least, they will not trace you. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look her in the eye and just look over to the other officer, just for a second and look back to her. You were going to say something earlier. Now's the time if you have anything. We need both of our missions here to succeed. Agreed. There is much. There is not, nothing else at the moment. Good luck, Commander. Hopefully we will all be joined again soon. I didn't think the Romulans believed in luck. At the moment, we need all we can get. Well, then I wish you the same. She just kind of nods. And that would be, uh, you guys can beam down. All right. Uh, yeah, they're tier threes, so they might as well be set to to kill. I mean, we know that's the only thing that's going to affect the Klingons. Right. Full power. Check your Check your targets. Clean shots. Stay discreet. All right. Um, I had originally set this up to do uh, Fog of War and all that cool stuff, but since we've never played that way, um, I decided to not do it that way. So uh, you may not. Um, you'll see the whole thing, but you may not obviously see the whole thing at the at mm -hmm. all at once as your characters. Clearly, you know you know how it works. Um, you be. direct thick wall between it um it's loud it's very loud in here um you're getting a large energy source from uh up to the uh left where you're at and then down where the green glowy ball over there is so the two the two big energy signals um are there um, below you uh well i should say there are a number of Klingons in the area. Most of them appear to be working. There are also a couple of Romulans uh, that you're seeing. Um, they do not. The Romulans do not appear to have any augments, uh, but the Klingons do. Below you on that conveyor belt, which you can see uh, from where you are currently standing, um, assuming that you're being stealthy and you know not just running over to the edge, so that you're not promptly seen, um, you definitely see uh, bodies. Um, they are standing upright. They are pretty much all identical. Uh, and they have various stages of different types of augmentations on their bodies. Klingon? They are all Klingon. Do they all look the same? They are identical. Okay. Different augmentations on them, but beyond that, what? they are pretty much identical. Yeah. I would like to scan them. 
Go ahead and give me a control and science. And that is one success. Okay, good enough. Uh, they're definitively Klingon, uh, and they all have matching DNA. Uh, it actually matches with uh, Morjad's DNA from that you had acquired earlier on Ambrose's face. Um, I gotta kill so many of them now. Are, <laughs> are they like chemically unconscious, or could they like wake up at any minute? They are definitely unconscious, but it is not chemical. You are actually not sure how why they are unconscious. Um, Ambrose, there's a definitive pressure on your mind here as well. Um, uh, you felt it before when dealing with um, powerful beta Zeds, very very strong beta Zeds. Um, like so trying definitely... to push in or trying to suppress or. It, it's clearly whatever it is. It's trying to. Uh, it is. It is suppressing something somewhere. Um, okay. You know, it's definitely not targeted at you, but you can feel the suppression. Right. In the in the vicinity. So. <clears throat> Beyond that, uh, there you're able to, from where you are standing, see, a, like I said, a handful, maybe four maybe five Klingons and half dozen Romulans. Um, they're moving about. Um, you could, with the level of noise and the, the dedication that people have to their various stations and um, moving up and down ladders and stuff like that, you can probably move around. Um, you can certainly move quietly because you don't, there's no, it's loud enough in here that there's no one going to hear you. Um, but, uh, you start firing phasers just across the bridges and people are going to see that obviously. Mm -hmm. So you guys can do how you want to do. Um, it is, it is darker than this indicates. Um, the majority of the light is coming from a few overhead lights over stations and the glow of the green below. Okay. So th this looks like one large open room. Really? There's, there's no walls except for, you know, the periphery that's blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's a, a few walls here and there, but yeah, you're, for the most part, you're correct. It is a large open room. Okay. And in this entire open room, we see, as you said, a handful of Klingons and Romulans. Correct. Okay. And we've got these, this, this set of four cylinder looking things. Is that like a conductor of some sort? Uh, you're uh, talking about the upper, the upper right? Uh, lower middle left. Um, over across the conveyor belts like no that is that is the... that's a thing that's on the con like near the conveyor belt level itself okay. it's, it appears to be doing some kind of augmentation it is an automated augmentation device of some sort okay it is it is installing augments okay so mills will point to that um and whisper to shierka do you think if we can get to a console you can do something to override that maybe install bad augments well i can probably do something to it i think if we can help it before we start messing with anything we need intel we need to see if we can interface with their computers see what we're what they're doing here and what if anything related to iconian technology they have going on the minute we start messing with stuff our cover could be blown 
we want to make sure we have the largest impact we can make. And that's probably, we, we need to make sure there's not another gate here or any other such potent Iconian technology that has to be our first priority. Yes, sir. To that note, uh, Cherka, can you identify any good access points to getting into their system? Um, can I do a scan for that, or do I just see a terminal nearby? Uh, you can scan for it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll spend a momentum on this. Okay. Difficulty is going to be one. Well, um... No. <laughs> Um, all right, you. Um, I assume those are all failures, right? You're. you're, you're I'm, double, are... I'm double checking. Oh, okay. And the cheering uh, is, I think, fourteen or fifteen. I can't yeah, 14, remember. Which. 14, fourteen is my highest. All right. Um, you don't detect, and you don't see anything immediately um, accessible. But again, you're picking up two large power sources, two large energy sources, I should say. Um, one is you can kind of see it from where you're at, a little obscured, but not too badly. The one at the uh, bottom right. The, the bottom one. right, the green thing, yeah. um, and the other coming from the that circle room to the left. That's behind a wall, though, right? That is behind a wall. You All can't right. see that, but you can detect the power source there, okay. the energy source, I should say. Well, I think that's the best place to start. If they're not, uh, if that amount of power isn't controlling their computer systems, it's got to be some sort of generator or equally. Uh, potent device. We should check the nearest one first, see if it's something we can sabotage, if not get information from. All right. All right. To uh, move unseen in this, situ in this situation. Um... Yeah, I have a focus in escape and avoidance. Can I lead the group in the most stealthy course and make sure everybody's staying low and quiet yep um it'll be it's still pretty difficult because it's a big open room mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna say the difficulty is going to be um so the difficulty is three actually no, i'm gonna say it's a difficulty of two and i'm gonna create uh, i'm gonna spend two threat to make the complication range larger um, and then you're gonna roll uh, daring and security to move. Uh, no assistances. It's it should be the lowest person's roll, but I'm going to just uh, let Ambrose roll for this one and uh, assume that he is guiding the rest of you in a way that mm. you are following his orders. So you said complication range three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, daring security. Yeah. With your, with my uh, focus, with your focus, yeah, yeah. Uh, what does that put the complication at? Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yes. A complication is not an outright failure, and I don't want to alert everybody this early on. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a threat. Okay. With bold, and take a third dice. Okay. Uh, and I can re-roll one of those dice because of that. 
Uh, yeah, I'll reroll that 17 and hope I don't get worse. <laughs> All right, three successes. All right, well, that gives you two momentum. No, it gives you one momentum. Um, as you come around the corner down there, you make your way down uh, to that that staircase, the first the staircase to the left. Uh, as you come around the corner, you see one of the Romulans um, almost rounds the corner into you, but stops as he's looking down at his uh, data pad and like swears in Romulan and then turns and goes back the way he came, um, just narrowly avoiding him seeing you. Um, at the bottom of the stairs, that big block there, that's a that is a computer console. Um, it is almost looks like a the prop they would probably have used is like a reel to reel server, kind of mm-hmm. like that old thing. It's so it's lots of lights and flashing buttons. No direct terminal interface, but uh, I mean your tricorder could probably interface with it. Sure, and I will attempt to do so. And then you can see to the le- to the to the top there to the what would now be your right. Um, you can see the door heading into that other room. That door is uh, definitely secured. Uh, there is one guard in front of it. You can, for the sake of of convenience of the story, he, the guard is not does not see where you are. But yeah, you can definitely access that that terminal. Romulan or Klingon? It is a Romulan. Okay. Going to access the terminal um, from the, tri- the tricorder. Unless Ambrose wants to start shooting that Klingon first to get rid of him, uh, I'm I'm going to uh, instruct Mills to. Uh, both of us are going to take aim. Uh, granted, I mean that's an order. She she <laughs> she doesn't want to. She's disobeying an order. But I am going to uh, command. We're we're going to both take our action to aim and ready a shot if. Uh, if Cherka's thing alerts them, but yeah, Cherka's can interface with the, the system. Okay. So assuming we're in combat rounds, you go first uh, and aim and, and ready in action. Um, and then Mills will also do because you don't have an NPC action. And then Ezebeth can, yeah, Ezebeth can go. No pressure. And, uh, hell, we didn't think to bring some adenosine gas with us. <laughs> oh, I will use a momentum. Um, some, some row gas. Some row gas. Heroes, one success. I got right. one success. Unless this is an extended task. No. Okay. No. On one success. It doesn't take you long to interface. You you do. Um, you don't get a very deep level of interface though. You've got some like you're seeing the the basic what essentially would be a GUI system. Um, like you've booted up Windows, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, what you're seeing is it appears to be a data recording device. It is recording um, video and audio and just technical data from whatever is in the room uh, behind that guard. It is directly interfaced to a variety of sensors that are in that room. Using those sensors, can I determine what is in that room? Uh, you definitely get that there's a high power energy field in there uh, that has recently come online. Um, it is a power source that the computer does not recognize. Okay, uh, so it just looks like they're gathering information about it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, with the with the level of information, with the level of, of connection that you have, you can't get much deeper than that. The computer might know more, but you didn't get get enough roll. So. Uh, Commander, they seem to be studying this thing. 
whatever's in there. Well, if it is an unknown power source, uh, that may be something we can overload. Something to keep in mind. Uh, you can't tell what its purpose might be. I'm afraid not. Maybe if we can get in there, I can take a look at it itself, but not, not, not through these systems. It is less an energy source in itself, so much as a, it is an, it is not a source of energy. It is a use of energy. I should put okay. it that way. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's more like a Tesla coil or something like that. There's some sort of trans, some sort of like almost transformer or capacitor. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of power being used there. Okay. Okay. The other Romulan that almost bumped into us, where did where did they scurry off to? Likely back into the room. Into that room. It's the only it's the only thing in that direction. In into the blue room. Uh no, into the main into that little circle room. Past the Romulan that is guarding it. You didn't see him go in because you were still on the other side of the corner, but Right. The, that is the only place they could have gone. The circular room with the blue the blue circle in it. Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, could could we look out and see where the other? It, it's hard to think tactically when when we don't we don't have uh, pieces on the board and and can't no, you know, know like ping right. squares and whatnot like you can do on on roll twenty. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to get a lay of the land to decide if I want to risk getting into that room now or if I can risk going further through this through the facility for more reconnaissance. But if there's Romulans and Klingons walking around all over the place, uh, you know. Yeah, getting a lot, getting around very far, it's going to be tough without any kind of conflict. Um, mm -hmm. You could certainly access the room now with minimal conflict. Uh, it, like I said, it's loud enough; no one's going to hear any weapon fire. No one's going to gotcha. hear any combat, even hand to hand. They're not going to hear it. Um, Speaking out of character, too. Worst case scenario, this room is probably one of the more defensible rooms in the. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I. I had originally planned to set this up to do um, like tokens and everything else, but mm -hmm. I figured since we haven't done that yet, uh, this would not be the mission to do that on. That's fine. Uh, okay. I even went through and added all the light and line of sight and everything else. Mm. Mm. That's a lot of work. That's pretty easy, but it's still added, okay. Nonetheless. Uh, looking around whatever room I can see, can I see any long thin metal pipe, like maybe meter and a half, two meters. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sort of nudge Mills and I'm going to dial down our, I'm going to dial down my phaser and instruct her to do the same, dial it down to a high stun setting. And I want to see if we can uh, just all folk, like, like even, even if the uh, other uh, security officers want to get on this, I want to, I want to just all focus fire and try to stun this, this, uh, this Romulan guarding the door. Okay, you're like you know, four guys with or four or five people with blast with uh, with type three phasers on heavy stun shoot a guy. As long as that wouldn't kill him, yes, <laughs> he'll go to fucking sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, if there's nobody else in the room and it's loud enough, yeah, I wanna, I wanna 
make sure that we hit this guy and bring him yeah. down. Uh, sure. Uh, give me. Uh, I you don't even need to roll that. <laughs> That's... Yeah, with, with four people shooting, somebody's yeah, gonna, gonna bring him down. There's no roll in that. Yeah, the guy. You you fire and and uh, he kind of goes flies back against the 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 door as three phasers, three or four phasers hit him. Um, hits the door, hits slides backwards and and steps backwards, hits the wall and slides down. Um, drops his disruptor on the floor. He is really really out. Uh, I want to I want to double check, make sure that there's nobody else in the room, and see if him flying into that door causes anyone on the other side of that door to do anything. So I'll wait just a moment. Oh. I think right. I would have seen it if somebody was in that room through the computer. Mm. I didn't. Not I didn't think you got a visual recording. I thought you just got mm-hmm. confirmation that it was visually recording. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. You 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 got the black screen with the. Mm-hmm. Tick, 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 telling right. you it's recording without actually bringing up the actual user interface. That's fine. Um, so yeah, the door opens, and the that Romulan that you almost ran into earlier is standing there, and he looks down. Oh, well, and then he, I guess now we have to shoot him, too. <laughs> yeah, then he looks he looks around and then goes to hit his comm badge and then gets, uh, I assume, phasered again. Go ahead and give me a roll this okay. time. See, my, my plan was to stun that one guy and shove a pole down the back of his clothes so he stayed still, <laughs> stay standing up. But if you send him flying back into the door to knock on the door... Yeah, then, it's uh, a lot of phaser It's fire. a lot of phaser. I, I guess that's true. So. Directed energy light weapons should not... Uh... I know, but you know what? It does all the time. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah Star Trek flop. logic. Uh, okay, so... Actual guns don't knock you back either. That's true, yeah. Um, what is this, daring security? Difficulty two. Daring security, difficulty two. Um, you don't have to roll damage, really. Just As long as you hit him, you're going to, he's out. Heavy stun is enough to knock somebody out. Yeah. Someone who isn't an augment. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't have any focuses for just, for just shooting. Uh, so, take another threat, because I'm a threat generator. Normal complication range? Yeah. Uh, two successes. All right. Yeah, you hit him. Okay. Uh, he goes down, flops right there in the middle of the room, just like you wanted the other guy to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course. Of course. Uh, does it look like he got to his communicator? No. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to run forward. I'm going to grab that pipe and I'm going to go to the, the, the guard. I'm going to ram it down the back of his uniform and get it down one leg so it stiffens him so he can stay in a, a standing position. And I'm okay. just going to lean him up against the wall. Okay. I'm going to motion for everybody to to come through. Uh, Mills and the other yellow shirt to uh, take flanking positions by the door, and we're going to breach the room. Okay. Um, the door is open because the other guy opened it. So yeah. Just, yeah. When you entered the room, there is no one else in there. Um, you see what looks to be a large... Tetrahedron, is that the word I'm looking for? Multi-sided, not perpendicular, um, almost glass-like structure uh, that has several images cycling through it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> That's an Iconian <clears throat> gate. That's an Iconian gate. Mm. I'm going to grab an both active, disruptors. An active and functioning and working Iconian mm-hmm. gate. Okay. You're going to grab the disruptors? 
Yes. Um, I'm going to grab the communicator off of the one that Ambrose didn't stand up and then mm -hmm. just kind of look at Ambrose with a, like a questioning head nod to the other guy he stood up. Oh, how badass does Ambrose want to be? Jack really wants to put my phaser to full, full lethal and just disintegrate him, but that's really not Starfleet. So no, I'm just going <laughs> to, uh, well, there is recording in this room. Does it look like there's anywhere outside of this room that we might be able to stash in? Probably not in the area you're at. Short of throwing over the side into the blue goo. Right. Somebody, somebody that noticed that. Yeah. Green blue goo. Um, or, you now, know, through, a, through the gate. <laughs> right. Just, well, you're going somewhere. Bye. <laughs> um, now that, now that Chierka knows that there's some sort of recording devices in here, uh, well, let, let me let me ask, Cherka. Before we get too far, before we breach into this room, can you see if you can identify what actual recording devices are in there? Was I able to determine that when I hacked the computer that was recording? Yeah, it wouldn't take you very much to to cross reference what you see in the room with what the sensor data you're getting. Um, there's a number of cameras, <coughs> different angles, um, audio recording devices. Um, you can locate pretty much all of them with, with relative ease okay does it look like one of those visual recording devices was pointed at the door probably yes i would say yes well no not at the door necessarily directly at the door but would have the door in its range right like it's definitely not there to secure the door it's definitely there to record whatever this gate is doing right Here's some techno babble for you, some techno babble. Uh, is Chirka, can you scan for anything in this room that might be photoreactive enough that we could supercharge it, supercharge it, maybe create some sort of temporary EMP effect? So Knock out the I, recording systems. Can I roll to just do the EMP effect? Oh, is that yeah. a thing? Awesome. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. The tricorder can be set to do that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I mean, that. not just automatically, like she could do that. Yes. Right. I mean, I could, you know, I, it just seems weird to roll for every step of that process. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that was something the, the tricorder can do. But if that, yeah, you go for it. Make me. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not like I, I get where Brian's coming. It is not a default thing the tricorder can do, but Jerica can make it do that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'll use a momentum. Difficulty, we'll say, is three. Uh, two, 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 two. That is two. Glass. Um, give me a second. There we go. That's basically the thing that you're seeing. Um, so you can definitely set off the EMP anyways. Uh, you can just succeed at a cost. Um, if you want to do that, I will, uh, I will do that. 
the cost will be that it probably overloads something somewhere else in the system. Probably that terminal that you were accessing before. Uh, Commander, I can do it, but we're, we'll lose all that data that they've been storing. How long would it, it take to upload the data? I managed to get snippets, but not, not nearly. They seem to have been studying this thing for a while. We're either going to secure this facility, in which case we can redo any work here, or we're going to destroy this facility, in which case it doesn't matter. Set it off. All right. So she will go about setting it up. All right. You let off the EMP. The, the normal devices all go off. I assume that you guys uh, um, don't. Uh, you have some way of making sure that your devices that, that you have on you don't go mm -hmm. dead, because uh, that would be no good. <laughs> Um, you like your com badges and your phasers and all that. Um, I if, I, if it did. Yeah, no, there, there's definitely a way to to do that. So um, the gate does not shut off, but everything else in the room appears to, including the light. Okay. okay. Which doesn't matter because it's bright based on the, you know, just the, the, the energy usage of the gate itself and the panels that light those, those triangular patterns mm -hmm. or diamond shaped, whatever is behind them. Those are, the projectors of the gate. So mm -hmm. that it lights the room pretty well. Okay. Uh, we can't be certain that they're not going to notice that. So let's head in there and see if we can find out any information. All right. Going back into the main room. Yeah. That probably fried most of the terminals, but if the gate's still active, something's got to be powering it. Right. <laughs> um, let's see if we can trace that. All right. I also want to see if there's some place I can stash this other unconscious guy. I mean, why don't we just leave him in there? Well, yeah, in, in the room, but I mean, if there's some place more discreet than just in the room, I, I no, somebody there, may eventually come back here. Short of just throwing him to the gate, there's really nothing. I mean... Um, yeah, and if, oh, we, if we weren't playing Star Trek. Right. <laughs> uh, I throw him to the gate to a place that's inhabited, you know. <laughs> he winds up in Des Moines in the 1930s. All right. Um, the uh, one of the security guys that's with you kind of gestures to a, a satchel of uh, charges. You know, do we want to set charges here? Yes, yes, we do. All right. The, those two guys will start setting charges here if you guys want to move on, or you can wait for them to finish. Uh, no, we'll. I mean, what what is what is are we, are we talking like two minutes or are we talking half an hour? Probably closer to like seven or eight minutes to make sure they're in the right places and that they're all set and no one blows up trying to put them on. The longer we wait, the more likely it is that somebody's going to check in on the two unconscious people. Yeah, no, we got to get moving. All right, um, they're ever going to stay behind and start setting things up as you uh, make your way through. Uh, you want to go back up the stairs you came down or go down the hallway that you did not come through to this house? Um, are they both on the same elevation? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then we prefer we proceed further into the facility. All right. You come around that southern corner there um, down to where that bridge, there's that red, uh, that red, canister mm -hmm. by the staircase that goes um, 
it's supposed to go up, but I'm not sure. Either way, back to the level that you were at before. Um, no, I guess that one actually goes down. Doesn't matter. Um, there is a, a Klingon on that lower platform. Uh, I can't really highlight things. That's unfortunate. That's the one mm -hmm. unfortunate thing about this. I, I don't think I can highlight stuff. I can draw. I mean, you can just put your uh, mouse over it. Can, oh, you guys, you can see my mouse on on the. Oh, if we're watching the stream. On the stream, yeah. Um, oh no, you can't. <sighs> Nuts. Huh. That's weird. That doesn't show the mouse. Um, it does. I don't see it. Oh. Oh no, it doesn't show the actual. That is weird. Yeah, it shows yeah. the wheel, but not the mouse. Yeah, yeah. So the center of the wheel is where I'm referring to. Right. Yeah. Um, that is lowered. That is a, 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 a below the grade you guys are currently on. There are two Klingons down there, um, who are appear to just be kind of like watching, um, the various air, uh, avenues of of you know the rest of the the facility. Right. Um, and then you can go the, across the bridge. There's that red canister. That is probably something flammable because that's what red means. Mm -hmm. um, there's the bridge that you can go across. Um, that next platform, that's another lowered platform. Um, oh. Or it's right across to where that green energy thing is. Mm -hmm. uh, but presumably if we go across the bridge, those Klingons would see us. They're looking further into the facility. Yeah, almost yeah. certainly they would see you. It would be practically impossible to get across that bridge without being seen. Right. Uh, do we see anybody immediately to the other... You see that, that other bridgeway parallel? This one? Uh, no. Further to the right. Yeah, that one. Uh, okay. Do we see anyone over in that area looking back at these Klingons? Not at the moment. They look to appear. The, everyone that's on that side appears to be looking at consoles. There is a there's a Romulan and a Klingon uh, in this lower one here. The one that has the two red canisters. There's okay. one Romulan and one Klingon in there, uh, but the Klingon appears to be watching whatever the Romulan is doing, <coughs> and the Romulan is very intent on whatever he's doing on the console. Right. Uh, console, not console. And he's. Go ahead, Ev. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> is where we are pretty open air? There's no... Um... If you come around that corner, it would be, yes. Okay. So there's there there would be no like panels that we could pull and go play about in tubes and... No. Crap. Some okay. air vents to crawl through. Right. Deus Ex no. style. <laughs> nope. Just that red thing and that little blue thing next to it. But that red thing is probably pretty flammable because that's Are any cardboard boxes. <laughs> um, okay. So it's loud. There's no there's no direct eyes on us. Uh, how far down from that level to the weird bluish green goo? Probably twenty feet. Okay. Maybe 30 to the actual goo, 20 to the platform. Okay. Okay. Uh, hitting water, they're augmented, probably wouldn't knock them out. They'd just splash around and cause a commotion, draw more attention. I was considering like trying Assuming to sneak down water. and flip them in. <laughs> right. Assuming it's how far, water. Yeah. How far up are we? 
30 feet. So from the platform that you're on, you're about 30 feet from the blue goo. From the platform that the Klingons are on, they're probably about 20 feet, 25 feet. Okay. So close enough that if we were to, you know, naked the, the Romulan guards and dress up like them, that we'd be tip them off pretty well immediately. They're not going to mistake having us for any Romulans. Ears, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to have, okay. you'd have to have, you know, disguises. Right. Can we actually get a read on the composition of that goo? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, go ahead and make us another control and science on that one, Chirka. And then the difficulty is zero. This one can get you guys some uh, some questions answered and some extra momentum. Yeah, I'm more concerned about momentum for when this inevitably explodes. Right. I would like to use a momentum. Sure. It's a it's a difficulty zero. Go for it. Uh, that is four successes. Nice. Got it. That's the thing is if you if if you can end up with more momentum than you spent. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Did you spend one? You spent one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Spent one, gain force. That should max us out at six. Yeah. Um, well, assuming you, you don't, don't, if you don't use them yeah. on the questions. Yeah. Um, hang on one second. Are Are we able to pinpoint how many people there are here? Sure. Um, basically, you can use this to answer a whole bunch of questions if you want. Sure. Um, it's a good roll. I would like to use it for that. Um. The first thing you get is the goo is composed of um, a, some kind of compound that is it's it's one of the compounds used in um, uh, cloning. One of the more advanced compounds. The doctor would know more about it. Is it toxic or corrosive? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, not, not in short terms, anyway. Like, if you lived in it, it probably you right. know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go swimming in it for long periods of time. But no, generally speaking, it is not. That's all Ambrose cared about, right? Um. So you wanted to know how many, how many of what there is in the room? Uh, uh, there are, there are remaining. There are five Klingons, and there are a remainder of four Romulans in the entire facility that are not unconscious. Yeah. Because you have two, um, two Romulans that are unconscious. So there's six total Romulans and five total Klingons. Also, I just remember because of my trait, I get a uh, extra question, or I get a bonus momentum that can be used for extra information. So. All right. So you still have three. Well, we succeeded at the task. So we identified the goal, right, and then right. we spend an ex- and then we spend yeah, that extra momentum the above the four that we already had to answer his question of People. Which I assume so is what you're using first. Four left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four can, left. can we flood the facility? Like, is there what is, the goo is there? Is there like goo flowing in and goo flowing out that we could theoretically stop it and cause the goo level to rise? Yeah. yeah. You said five Klingons and two Romulans? Not there are five. There are five Klingons and four Romulans that are unco- that are not unconscious. There are two Romulans that are unconscious, so okay. that's five and six total. Okay. Um, if 
if this would count as another question, I would like to know how to do that. Like where, where would, can I pinpoint the controls? Can I pinpoint a valve that would cause it to flood? Um, so the, in, the inflow of goo, for lack of a better term, is in the, there's two pipes just to the north of where you are that are that where it's coming in. Um, it is exiting out through a grating in the flooring system. You would be able to turn that off at, uh, if you were able to access a, another council, maybe that one the Romulan is at across from you, would probably be able to do that. Okay, you're saying uh, the one just east of the uh, augment machine. Correct. Also likely turning off the power source might, well, that probably wouldn't do it because the pumps would probably shut off too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I, I will obviously convey this information to Ambrose. Okay. So you have three momentum left. Mills asks, Cherka, uh, is there any way to know if anyone is on the other side of that gate, we might need to also worry about. Sorry, Chester. I keep thinking of Chester Monster. Do you mean the 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 Iconian Gateway, or yes? Would we be able to tell what's on the other side of the Iconian Gateway? Uh, sitting and watching it would be the way to do it. Um, it depends. I mean, I kind of assumed it was flickering. It was flickering back and forth, yeah. Like it was flickering between the various sites that it had. But you know, if you guys, you have to stay there and watch to see what all sites mm. it's got. Um, there's a pretty good chance someone is on their side of that. But I mean, would the goo go through the gate? Would the gate remain on? It's all hard to, you know, it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have any more questions. No, um, I'd say we just banked the last three. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah I already added them. So, cool. so do we want to do that then? Flood the area? Would keep us from having to fight them all? I think that's a short-term solution. I don't think that accomplishes our mission. We need to either secure or destroy this facility, but I'm not sure that goo would stop what they're doing here for longer than a few days, maybe a couple weeks. Okay, well, tell you what, can I use one more question to determine where, what a support beam would be? Um, to bring the whole facility down? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could put a couple of explosives on, there's two main beams, uh, two main pillars um, that you would have to be able to get to. The one is uh, if you look at the screen right here, mm -hmm. and the other one is right here. Well, Commander, if we take out those two beams, we can bring the whole place down. That, along with the charges by the gate, should at least take out the largest Iconian threats. There is yet another large power source here, though, and I I'd want to see what that is. We're probably going to have to get fairly close to it if we're going to set charges on those beams. So, but I think that's a good idea. Flooding might distract them enough that we could get 
across to the other power source without being detected. I'd rather not flood a, a facility we have no way out of until I know our job is done at the very least. Fair enough. It would take a while for the whole thing to flood, like to fill. Mm. So you mm. could activate the, the flooding, hope it distracts enough to be able to do things. And then, you know, I mean, it's 30 feet. It's in a big facility. It would take a while for that to fill, but it will definitely eventually fill. Right. <clears throat> Unless they turn off the pumps. Do we know? We, we already know the other power source, right? We know the location of it. You know the location of it, sure. Yeah, yeah it's at bottom, bottom right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I figure that's where we should go next. Well, there's still a matter of uh, taking out these Klingon watchmen. Right. Uh, dropping them into the goo is not going to take them out. If anything, it's just going to draw attention to them, and that's not what we need. Where are the others? Sorry, sir. I was just saying it, it's one thing to uh, to knock on knock unconscious a couple Romulans, but these augmented Klingons can take much more of a beating. Yes. About then, coming out of um, uh, that red room to the east, um, which appears to be some sort of elevator, uh, steps uh, Morjad and two Romulans. Um, they're clearly arguing about something. Uh, it's hard to tell what because you can't hear them, but they're, Morjad is clearly not happy about something. Um, after a few seconds, uh, one of the Romulans uh, begins walking away, and Morjad, you can, you can see him uh, um, displeased by the fact that this Romulan is walking away from him, pulls his duck tang and shoves it in the guy's back. Uh, yeah. The other Romulan just kind of shakes his head and uh, says, you know, starts saying something else to Morjad as the as his Romulan counterpart falls dead to the ground. Um, Were they already recorded on our shadow chamber information? <laughs> our list of Klingon and Romulans. Are we down uh, one Romulan now? You're down one Romulan now. Yes. Cool. Um, that one. Um, Morjad looks. knife away and begins walking down that bridgeway towards uh you know you well kind of towards the middle of that area where the right. council is past that thing and well like right dead center of the map no oh no 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 no, no. I, I see south yeah down the bottom part this of this red square uh right next to the room with Weaver's big alien fighting robot machine. Right. All right. I thought you were talking about the other big red square just above it. No. Okay. No, oh, it's gotcha. One. Gotcha. Well, you haven't given us a lot to work with here. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Phasers. You got phasers. Right. Well, after that last Klingon fight, I, I know you said you revised them, but after that last Klingon fight, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to a protracted conflict. 
Right. All right. Well, here. So if, if speaking out of character, uh, if um, Mills and Ambrose each move to other, other to each of the elevated sides, would we be able to tag uh, flanked as an advantage and give us uh, an advantage on those rolls since they're from elevated positions and shooting from different sides? Uh, it depends on which ones you're shooting at, but yeah, I mean, I if you're shooting thinking, at the the guys that are down on those elevated platforms, then yeah, that's exactly what or lowered platforms, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my food is. I think I think the food. Uh, I think the groceries are here. I may have to go unload here in a second. Uh, okay. Well, if we have Morjad coming in, we got to do something, unless we just want to see right. if he, we can't he just passes. Stand here we can't just stand here. Uh, yeah. Let's have. I will tell you what. I'm going to give you guys a few minutes to strategize uh, some more, taking a look at what you've got. I'm going to step out to do some groceries, and I'll be right back. Cool. It took a little longer than I wanted to do, but here we are. So, what are you going to do? Uh, yes. Mills is going to head back up the way we came and head to the other, the other end of this lower platform. And then me and her are each going to take a Klingon and see if we can take him out. Okay. We have drawn on the map. I see that. Has it been long enough that... Uh, that lieutenant's no name and what's his face have rejoined us? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, which would be more beneficial to use at this point, the disruptor or the type three phasers we've got? Phaser they're, rifle, whatever they're the hell the same. badass things we've got. Okay. Disruptor? What? Oh, she took a wrong with the disruptor. Yeah. Yeah. I took both I took both of them. I presume I gave one of them to Ambrose or to no name security. Yeah. But I took both of them. No, no, yeah, I would I would await that off to the security guy. I'm okay. in, in Ambrose's mind, uh, Federation weaponry is more advanced. In a lot of ways, it is. Yeah, too. more versatile. Okay. Yeah, the, the versatility is really what it's got. The the disruptor does more damage, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's about all it does. <clears throat> so, uh, you're going, I guess, to where the W and the A are. I don't know why the W. <laughs> uh, I was trying to. Write. I think it's supposed to be an M. Because <laughs> okay. drawing on this thing is kind of difficult. No, it is. It, it's very. I was trying to get my draw layer to work for me, but I couldn't get it to activate. Um, I wasn't. It, was, it's, hard, it but... was weird. I had to click draw and then click draw. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stupid. So yeah, I do want to confirm. There's just one Romulan on that middle. The that lower one room. Romulan and one Klingon. On there's one Romulan and one Klingon where the one is. There's two Romulan. Two Klingons oh. where the two is. Okay. okay. Yeah, that, Do we have? That... Okay. Okay. So gotcha. there's a Klingon here too. Apparently, there's also a long ass line. So <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but yeah. But yes, there's a Klingon and a Romulan there. Okay. And then two. Klingons and then Martok and his his one Romulan. Not Martok, Marjad. Marjad. And it's just Marjad. The Romulan went back in the elevator. Oh, okay. Yeah, we weren't sure. Okay. Romulan went dead way. The other Romulan is lying dead on the ground right there. Right. So now we just have one Romulan unaccounted for, and two Cle two Klingons. Uh, scratch that, reverse it. We have one Klingon unaccounted for and two Romulans yes. now unaccounted for. Well, we know one Romulan went into the elevator. Went back into the elevator. We don't know where it goes, but we yeah, back in right. the elevator. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I so, think maybe I know how many people are where. Real quick, before shit pops off, 
can we figure out where the zones are? Maybe each platform is a zone. So we're at one zone, the, the middle platform is another zone, and the platform to the right is another zone. Yeah, so it's by that's fine. Uh, the elevated, the 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 lowered platforms would also be separate zones. So basically, where the W and the AR is one zone, the two is a its own zone, the one is its own zone, and then the other four zones, like where Marjad was, is a zone. Gotcha. Fair enough. Wonder if I can draw real quick. The one thing that one feature that I really want them to add um, that they don't is I need to be able to draw in various colors. Yeah. You can't? Uh, apparently, I can do green right now. It, if you hit the palette and then hit the black circle, it brings up a, an RGB. Yeah, okay. I didn't see that. I've got green, though, and that's all I really need. Okay. It looks like there's also a, a text oh, yeah. toggle like you can use. Dice and pointers. Check that out. Um, All right. So we were talking about traits and refreshing ourselves on those. Uh, so do we have the elevated trait? Can Is that something we can use to give us advantage on this attack? Sure. Okay. Can we... You... Oh, shit. Go ahead, keep going, keep talking. I closed the map on myself. Okay. Does flanked also count as a trait? Uh, is that one of the traits in the book? It. Uh, so it says seen traits. So it could describe any number of things. So it's ultimately your call whether it, it is a trait that applies in the in the scene. Um, I don't know if you can apply multiple traits to it, but because. The advantage, though, only really goes up by one. Like, you can only have one advantage applying at a time. It would just negate any other disadvantages. Um, I'm sure you can stack traits, but okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's fine. You, you would also, the scene would also have the trait of being, you know, obnoxiously loud and being unable to communicate verbally from the distances that you guys are talking, that, that you're now standing. Mm. Um, but, yes, other than that. Okay. Uh, and the greens, the greens are separating the zones. Right. And then obviously the deep blue is its own zone altogether. The, the glowy green of the map itself is its own zone. But you can't. There's no reason to shoot that anyway. I, okay. You know what? I guess. Uh, I guess a flanked wouldn't count as a scene trait. It would. It. It would be an advantage that we could apply to ourselves. Uh, so, like, you might be able to like do a tactic check to create the advantage uh, flanked. Yeah, I'd have to read the rules again and how all that would work. Um, but for now, I mean, you got an advantage. That's really all you're going to need. So that decreases the difficulty by one. Right. But we, we can't stack multiple different advantages. So say ambush wouldn't be an additional advantage. For the moment for the moment I don't know how that works. I'd have to I'd have to get into reading it. So we'll just apply the one for the moment and Okay. Should be plenty. Uh does this game have any sort of cumulative aim thing since we have time to set this up? Can we You can aim one round and it gives you whatever the aim benefit was. 
Okay, so I can aim for one round, wait, and then the next round the aim still applies, then I can charge, and then we fire. Uh, I believe that's the only way you can do it. Okay. I have to, have to check to be sure. Let me, let me load my cheat sheet here real quick. Um, and I know you can spend a momentum to take, an, take another swift action, but if we have two or three rounds to set up, mm -hmm. then presumably you don't have to. Um, so the weapon has accurate, you can use, uh, uh, you can aim. Aiming mm -hmm. allows you to reroll any right. number of d20s. Um, I'm just asking if aim lasts for more than the turn you use that minor action on. Roll a single die made during an attack until I would think it would last turn. until used or until something like yeah, something just, distracts you from yeah. aiming. Technically, it's until the start of your next turn, but for the first turn, I would certainly allow it. Like the first action, I would be fine. It would definitely go away after you fire the weapon. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, you guys could stack that this time. You'd have the other advantage. Um, sooner or later, though, Marjot's going to catch up with you. Like he's not a mile away. Right. Sure. So we better hurry. So Mills quickly goes to the other side. We discuss the plan. We're going to aim. We're going to charge to whatever we think is the best shot. And then I'm going to tap of the communicator and when she hears the chirp chirp we both fire okay okay um okay I'm trying to think how mechanically that works so yes uh you make the chirp chirp you get the first shot one of you can fire and then i will give you the free keep the initiative for okay. the ambush hey, ambrose lets us keep the initiative for free anyway yeah well yes. i can do that yeah, I was going to offer it for the, uh, just because you guys have set up the set it up this way. Right. I mean, ambushes should feel like ambushes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll kick this off then. By all means. Okay. So I wrote myself my own little combat cheat sheet here. Oh, you know uh, what? Chierka will assist this, by the way. Uh, how and what does that mean for me? Nothing for you. I'm assisting Mills. Yours. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Okay. So that is a daring and security. Uh, take your threat for bold so I can reroll in case I have to. Uh, it is, I have aimed. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not, I'm not actually, hmm. It, it, ac accuracy is, is, is accuracy reroll damage or reroll dice to hit? It's reroll re re any 20s. number of d20s. d20s. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's bold. This is bold plan. We're going with it anyway. Uh, this would be, this would fall under my focus of team dynamics. I would say it does. Yeah. I mean, shooting the phaser doesn't necessarily, but well, we the, set up the plan certainly would have. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do I need to declare anything else? We got accurate. Uh, do I need to declare what charge is? Um, Just that you're doing a charge. Okay. And then I can decide what that property is when I when I hit. Yeah. How that works. Okay. So. I am rolling three dice, complication range one with a focus. 
Those dice don't have any numbers on them. They do not. That's strange. Um, Rolled a 15, a 1, and a 19 on my end. Uh, I see a 16, a 1, and a 19. All right, but a 16, I will whatever. re-roll the 16 and the 19. They really don't. That's, That's so another weird. 16 uh, and an 8. So that is three successes. Did okay. you change your palette to be black on black? Oh, maybe I did. Yes, there we go. That's what that is. <laughs> I see now. Um, so you have three successes. It takes one to hit because you've got advantage. So you've two additional momentum. Um, you definitely hit one of the Klingons. Okay. Uh, so uh, I know they have extra resistance. So the charge is going to go for piercing to negate some of that resistance. So then I can spend momentum for. Scroll down on my cheat sheet. Um, uh, we is it is there any way Ambrose would have any idea of how much resistance these guys have based on their last fight? They generally had about four. Okay. And the... Between three and four, depending on the Klingon. Right. And the piercing two, it's two penetration for every effect I roll, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't, presumably, I might not need to buy extra penetration. Right. Uh, do I need to spend momentum now or after I roll damage? After you roll damage. Okay, so then I can just roll damage. I'll just roll damage. Yep. So 10 damage and two effects. That gives you a piercing of four, which would get through his piercing, and you have 10 damage then with two momentum. Okay. Uh, so every five damage is an injury, right? Correct. So even if they avoid one injury, they take an injury and fall unconscious. Theoretically. Theoretically. Okay. Uh, and that should get through all of the... all of the piercing. So I'm I'm going to spend... That's something I can do, right? I can make it more more expensive for them to uh, negate an injury. Is that one of these things? Yeah, that's yep. intense. It's it's uh, yeah, I think it's intense. How it much does intense. that cost? I don't see that. Where are you? Oh, uh, that's um, a it's a weapon trait. It's, yeah, it's a charge ability. You just oh, it's a charge. I used yeah, I used piercing or penetrating or whatever it's called. Okay. Uh, not a problem. I'll, I'll bank the two momentum. We're going to need it. This was a good roll anyway. Okay. It increases um, by one for each effect roll. So. Right. So it would have increased by two. Um, I'm not going to bother resisting that because there's no point. Um, and I'll save my threat. Uh, I am going to down that Klingon. What did you get a threat for? It would use, me, it would use my threat. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, to negate. I basically I get free one. I get. I can spend one. One threat to negate. Um, negate an the additional injury. injury. Well, I could. I could negate two injuries in this, but it's not. There's not really much point. It's. He's he gonna be dead next turn anyway because he won't have any body. Oh, they, they don't. They don't follow the same rules as PCs. 
they get a free one for their augments. They get the normal. They get their oh, normal buy okay. and they get then they can get one free one for the augments. That's okay. how I. That's how I went around it the last gotcha. time, rather than doing other things. Gotcha. Um, All right. So then, but there's no point in me doing it in this in this instance. So, right. so then Mills gets her ambush round now, right? Yes. Cool. Chirka assists for one. Um. I think I'm going to use momentum since we are maxed. Use multiple momentum. Use two. No, I was going to use one. We've got six. Using, using two wouldn't do any good anyway. Yeah, we're going to use three. Nice. It's all right. Well, we will take all five of those, four of those successes. Um, and I will suck at remembering how to do combat because I am bad at this game. Use one um, d6s now. It's yes, the weapon I, weapon plus security. Weapon plus security. Yep. Okay. So my security is four, and weapon is should be four. Five, I think three it's or damage rating, right? I think it's yeah. It should be the base damage rating of the weapon, which I think is which I is think it's four. Four. Yeah. Is it four it's for the tech three, three phaser. Tech three is four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's four. Four. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I am rolling eight. I don't have my cheat sheet in front of me for that. The GM screen is really useful for that, actually. It's got all that weapon stuff right on it. Hmm. So nine and two effects. Right. Um, and I am also going to do piercing. As the charge? As, as the charge, yep. All right. That gives you two more momentum to play around with. Spend that on extra damage to make sure you do the... It gives you three wounds. The spend. two wounds. Because your difficulty to hit with only one. Okay. Nice. Um... Well, we got more Jug coming up, and he's going to be a pain in the ass. So well, we can only bank one, so use two of them for something. Yeah, I'm good with using two for extra damage. I just rolled two more d6, right? No, you don't do anything. It no. just adds one oh. more damage each. Got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then I will leave those alone. All right, and then so you get your momentum back. Uh, you drop another Klingon, and it is now my turn. Is there anyone else within range that I could potentially do something? Um, I mean, with weapon range, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then I'm going to. Uh, what is it called? Shoot the runner. You can't. Uh, quick action. You can't apply that twice because I gave you a free one. You wouldn't be able to apply it again. You gave me a free one. I can use my uh my my yeah, talents. That's the whole point. They don't. Well, it, I gave you a free one, so you didn't have to use the talent. I suppose. I, I all right. I suppose that's fine. Technically, that's technically you can't do three. In, you can't do three actions in a row normally. No. So, but it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I got more Klingons. <laughs> I mean, I took the time. We took we took the time as a group to set up this really good ambush. Yes, I I think that there's a certain point when the rules don't accommodate what you want them to do, but um, okay. okay, it's fine. That's fair. Uh, so that's clearly going to draw attention. Uh, yes. Brian Brian said we can use those red barrels, red explosive barrels, as yet another advantage. Can I shoot over there and see if I can blow up that whole lower section and take out the other two uh, two guys there? Sure. All right. To be clear, I said they would count. They might count as scene traits, and we could, okay, we could take that. That's yeah. No, if you want to shoot one of them, that's fine. You're standing right next to one, so go ahead. Well, I don't want to shoot the one I'm standing right next to. <laughs> no, but Morjad does. That's true. <laughs> That's true. He can take scene traits too. Yeah, that, that is true. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, well, I, uh, I got, we got plenty of momentum to play around with. So, uh, minor action. Your, your difficulty because you're shooting across multiple, uh, additional ranges. Your difficulty is three to shoot that red barrel because you're shooting out. You're shooting through an additional, uh, really? Yeah. yeah there's each zone increases. Each zone level. increases it by one. So but it's only additional one. Your difficulty is now two. Okay. Oh no, I guess it would be you've lost your aim, so it would be three. Okay. Well I can minor action aim. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that would bring it. No, the aim no. is the reroll. Aim is the aim. The, you got from the ambush, you got the from the okay. Yeah. Well, well we're, you're not we're replacing the ambush uh advantage with the red barrel advantage. The red barrel is just going to do a shitload of damage is all it's going to do. Okay. It's going to explode too much damage. The ambush basically worked for the first round of combat. You are now technically in the third round of combat. I applied it to the first two rounds of combat, but you're now technically in the third round of combat. Okay. So now we're not using the trait and scene trait rules. Does it apply for the entire scene? Because at some point the ambush is going to go away. Well, the the barrels, if it was a scene trait, would give. They're not a. They're not a scene trait. No, they're they're okay. a weapon. They uh, can be. They're just another thing you can shoot and blow up. It doesn't. Sure. Really, I don't. I'm not sure what that really applies to as far as the mechanics terminology goes. I don't think it does. I don't. It doesn't have rules for that kind of thing. Yeah. It's a thing that will blow up. It's okay. an explosive. Uh. So, back to my cheat sheet. This game has such complicated combat. <laughs> Uh, okay. I don't know that it's really any more complicated than other games. It's just it's, just it's more pretty, all in one place, I think. It's pretty simple when you have the vocab down, is the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, aim would activate the accurate. So, that is my minor action. You get one Correct. minor action and one actual action, right? Correct. Right. Uh, so then firing is the... The full action. Is the full action. So, I will do that okay so aim and fire yes your two hit is uh your difficulty is three because of the range mm -hmm. okay uh i am going to uh yeah go ahead and and take your bold and then I will spend the two threats to gain the other dice. Uh, I don't think I have any focuses that apply to this, so I just have to roll. And this is, again, daring and security. Go. Uh, so then I get to re-roll both of those 17s because of accurate. Mm -hmm. That is another success. And two more successes. No, I don't have a focus. So it's just another. So four successes. You still got one more re-roll. You, uh, you only rolled one of your two 17s. Oh, the first one didn't pop up. Oh, OK. That's strange. Which came as 17 anyway. So, yeah. well, still, it hits. Good. You've got four, right? No, three, which is what you needed. Yeah. Um, that hits. 
uh, it uh, blows up the thing. Um, I will roll damage for that. Nice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve damage. Um, no momentum applies, doesn't really matter. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, the Romulan definitely is dead. For certain, 100% totally dead. Uh, the Klingon gets blown off the thing and goes diving into the goo, may or may not be dead. Hard to tell. Okay. But he's definitely not there anymore. Uh, is there a railing? There's a railing on, on this platform I'm standing on, right? Yes. Okay, that barrel is probably too heavy to pick up, I would presume. You're out of actions anyway. Uh, I can spend a momentum to do another minor action. Yes. I spent two hours reading over combat rules. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna get into it. Sure. Um, I presume it is too heavy for me to lob over the side. Yes. Uh, so I am going to use that... Uh, I'm going to use that minor action then. So I'm gonna spend that momentum and I am going to... I can I can move up to a medium range because I do want to get away from that explosive barrel. Mm -hmm. uh, what constitutes a medium range? You're basically moving one zone. So you'd either be moving towards Marjad or far away from Marjad. Okay. Uh, and Marjad's alone, the other Romulan left? Yes. Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run towards Marjad. Okay. Uh, so you would then move to that middle section on the bridge there, by where the explosion just happened. It's can I over there? Can I move into any sort of cover? Um, everything that was on everything that was cover is now on fire, pretty much. Okay. Well, if I stand behind the fire, it, it'll be harder to see me, at least. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, I think turn. that's as much as I can do. <laughs> My turn. So Marjad is going to make a minor action to move into the same space, the same zone as you. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, he's going to phaser at you with his, well, disruptor, not phaser. Uh, isn't isn't ranged attacks at close range at higher difficulty? Uh, I'm not sure if it is. I don't think it is. I do not think so. Um, shooting into shooting into a combat where there are people that you don't want to hit is. Uh, that was something the video about combat said, so I don't have a page number to give you. Yeah. But, okay. I'll look it up. Uh, I but... can also just throw the thing aside and hit you with my bat left, so. Yeah. Um, well, if, if, he, if he goes in a melee... I will, I will use the post. disruptor before I move, and then move. Okay. So, gotcha, um, gotcha. Sure. I had 12. Let's see. Again, um, I will uh, spend one and roll three. Uh, that is four. That is five because he has a, a focus in ranged combat. So two, three, four, 
Uh, it takes two to hit. Damages. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine damage. Uh, nine from the disruptor, uh, and I have three. No, I have two momentum to spend. I will. Um, I will spend one on penetrate, and I will spend one on. Uh, vicious, mm. which it's just a vicious of one. So I think I don't have the just up in front of me. I think it's just a vicious of one. So the difficulty mm -hmm. increases by one if he's within reach. He only has he only is within reach if he has a melee weapon. Okay. Yeah. Um, reach is different than close range. Right. Yes. Gotcha. Um, doesn't matter. He was firing and then moving. Right. So um, he fires. Uh, you take nine uh, minus two minus for your penetration minus your armor, which doesn't matter because you use penetrate. Mm -hmm. um, you take another one for vicious, so that should be ten. Okay. Um, you can avoid injury, obviously. Yes. Do I need to avoid both injury? Um. Technically, the rules don't apply for that, so I'm going to say no. Like you, if you avoid injury for the turn, you avoid all the injuries for the turn. Okay. Uh, yes. For the attack, not for the turn. Right. So I have the tough uh, talent, so it only costs me one momentum right. to avoid injury. So I'm going to spend that momentum and avoid the injury. Right. But you definitely take that. You still take the uh, the stress. Um, and then I will make my minor action to move, and then I will spend two more to take another action. So it's actually a little more nuanced than that. Um, you you are in reach if you say you're within reach and you're in the same zone. So right. he can move within reach if he's in the same zone, but he doesn't have to be within the same reach if he's not in the same zone. You see what I mean? Because zones are more complicated than normal. Than, than reach reach is arm's reach. So if he moves yeah. that close, he can be, but he can also be in the same zone, but not be within arm's reach. Right. I, uh, I posted it in the chat. He wasn't in arm's reach. He is going to move within arm's reach now. Um, so now the difficulty increases by one. Yeah, for a range weapon. Yep. Um, he is, however, going to just grab you. And that will be his action. I'm going to try to grapple. Okay. So uh, that is opposed fitness security. Yeah, yes. Uh, I do have a focus in hand to hand. I'm going to spend to be able to do four dice. Okay. Well, then I'm going to buy a third dice. Well, give you a threat for a third dice. Two, three, four, five. Uh, it is just a grapple. I'm not going to dump any more into this. He's out of terms anyway. Uh, what what does what is grapple? What's the negative it gives me? Where is that chart? There's so many charts. Um, I... Cheat sheet, isn't it? Um, uh, the cheat sheet doesn't really have much for grappling. Grappling um, works weird in this game. I, I have the grappling rules up. What is the question? What does it do? Yeah. 
uh, uh, places the grappled complication on the target. This will prevent them from taking any action other than trying to break free from the grapple. Uh, gains one bonus momentum on all melee attacks against grappled characters. The complication is removed automatically if the grapple is broken. Basically, you can't do anything except try to break the grapple, and I can get a free momentum when I attack you next round. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right? Okay. The, well, it says the grappling character gains bonus against the grappled character. So Yeah, so I'm grappling him, so I would gain the, the, the advantage, the momentum. Yes. And yeah. you and uh, Ambrose would gain the condition grappled, which Correct. could be tagged if, you know, if five things. If somebody comes up and kicks them, that give them an advantage. Right. Uh, can I spend my determination? The Federation must be preserved. This is a mission I cannot fail at, and take my uh, my nat one. Um, I mean, if you feel that's the so the way determination basically works is when you use the advantage, you have to you're basically justifying that that's the reason you're using it, or you're challenging mm -hmm. the the thing. Um, that sounds a little vague to me to, for that particular usage, but I'm not necessarily opposed to it. Yeah, I'm not in a life or death situation just yet, so I'm going to hold on to it. You're right; that that's not enough. Uh, no, I guess I'm just gonna. I guess I'm just gonna roll. I don't think I can get fives without five successes without rolling real well. Uh, but let's see. I do get a I do get a re-roll with well fuck sure <laughs> five. Uh, do you have a you have a hand to hand combat? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hand to hand combat focus. Yep. Okay. Uh, and ties go to the status quo, right? Which is not being grappled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that becomes the difficulty. Um, but I'm fine with being it. That doesn't that doesn't grapple. Um, it basically leaves at zero. So he goes to grab grab you grab you, but you you manage to evade it. Because it's a melee attack, do I get to hit him, or does that just negate the grapple? Uh, no, in this case, you just negate the grapple. Okay. Um, you wouldn't have anyways because you wouldn't have won that roll. Okay. You'd have, you'd have tied him. That would not have. He'd have been the aggressor, so he he would have hit you with a difficult with a with zero momentum. The defender sets the difficulty, and right, the difficulty being five. He met five. Okay. All right. So, but in this case, we'll say that it it. Um, Just denigrates the, the grapple. You managed to just barely dodge out of the way. Okay. Um, it goes back to you guys. Chirka, you're the only one left. Uh, I'm going to use the data I have for my tricorder, and I am going to try and create the advantage uh, target spotting to feed that information into the scopes of everybody's rifles and hopefully give them advantage on ranged attacks. Okay. Um, the only person left that you guys can see is Marjad, so. Right. Well, uh, it, it, it's, it's, look, I, well, it's either that or I go up and punch him. Uh, yeah, so. no. no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I will use a uh, uh, momentum and I will try and roll on the fucking table. Uh, does my sensors apply on this? Sure. Uh, then that is three successes plus again a bonus momentum. Okay. So you uh, gain two momentum. I think difficulty is in that's two, right? Uh, yeah, difficulty to create an advantage is two. So, yep. Okay. Uh, I, so I create advantage one, target spotting. 
um, you can tag that to gain advantages. Um, okay. That's it. I'm done. All right. So that's the top of the new round. Uh, one of you guys can go. Um, I think the only thing I can do at this point, well, they're not grappled. Could I hit Marjad at this range? Yes. Difficulty would be four because you're shooting into a combat. Uh, you're shooting into an engaged combat at range. Okay. And you managed to not grapple, but how far apart are you? Like, what's they're, the risk of hitting Ambrose at this point? They're engaged, so there's a risk. Okay. It would technically it would be on a complication, I think. Because there's no really good rules for that in any right. system. Right. Except, oddly enough, palladium. Hmm. But that's not really relevant here. How long would it take me to get over there? From where you are currently, it would be... Uh, you could essentially do it in... Technically, because the way I divided the room, you could do it in two. You could do it in one minor action. Okay, let's do that. Well, to get directly to them, it would be two minor actions, but otherwise one minor action. To get within short range, to lower the difficulty by... To lower the difficulty by one would take one action. Okay. Um, and these Klingons that were down here um, in this area, mm -hmm. what did what weapons do they have? Disruptors, batleths, doctangs. Okay. I'm going to run, because i got to run down the stairs anyway, I'm going to run down the stairs, scoop up a batleth, and make it over there. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to say with. If, yeah, if you're going to go down the stairs and then back up, that's going to be two moves. That, that, that'll, be, that'll be your whole task, basically. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Um, my turn. Mm -hmm. uh, Marjad will attack again, this time with a hand-to-hand -hand weapon. Um, he's going to uh, um, just pull his Dactang and shank a bitch. Real quick, oh, just for future himself. reference, grappling actually increases the difficulty by one uh, for future reference. The difficulty to attack. The attempt to grapple is one more difficult than a normal melee. Yeah, okay. He would have made it. I mean, it was five anyway, so. One, two, three, four to hit you. Okay. Um, so it is a contested action. You can roll to counter that. Uh, fitness, security. I have my focus. It's four. I got I to gotta buy more. So go ahead and take your threats how many uh just just one threat um and we're sitting at six anyway so i'm going to spend the two to get a fourth dice because i cannot get hit here it'll be bad for you yeah bad for you uh i'm going to re-roll that 16. no okay uh, 16 you're rerolling because of bold, I assume. Yeah, uh, yep. but that didn't work. Did not help. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Ambrose has got. I can always use my determination to avoid the injury. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, you could use. Yes. 
Um, all right, so five, and I'll then the, what's I that? Actually, I would actually recommend using momentum to avoid the injury. You can do that too. Yes. Except I've already avoided the in, avoided an injury and have not oh. recovered yet. Right. Gotcha. So I'd have to okay. use determination. You're, you're correct. I missed that. Sorry. One, two. Wow. One, two, three. Um, all right. I'm going to use his ability to reroll that entire thing, which costs me a threat. One, two, three, four. All right. You said this armor we've got does a resistance of two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I have one momentum. So one, two, three, four. be correct one oh i had counted that wrong anyway one that should have been one two three four five six it should have been seven but whatever i rerolled it too late um one two three four five six seven so it comes out the same anyway um seven and i've got uh one momentum which i will spend for piercing so you'll take seven okay i avoid the injury uh, I, I don't know how much uh, um, stress you have left. I, I just, zero. That takes me to zero, but because I avoided the injury, I stay up. Right. Um, however, every damage you take now. Uh, sorry, Cheater. Sorry, Cheater. I keep kicking my cat. He keeps laying right where my foot goes. You better um, learn. Better learn. Um, all right. Your turn. Okay, this went a lot better the first time around. Um, you can't do anything besides break the grapple. I'm not grappled. He's not grappled. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, it was stabbed this time. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. But I thought he was still grappled. No, he. No. Uh, it, I failed Ty to go, grapple before. Ty goes to to grapple before. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I thought you might need succeeded. Technically, technically, because difficulty would have been one higher, he actually would have failed the roll for the mm -hmm. grapple. So, gotcha. And it didn't matter. We, I said we didn't grapple anyway. So, um, no grapple. Been shot. Been stabbed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I've asked this before, but things may have changed. Is there anything within this close range I can use as cover to get between him and me? Um, Set up for a recovery action. Can he tag any traits for his defense? Uh, the platforms you're currently on, there really isn't much of anything. There was until you blew it up, but not really anymore. Um, trying to think. You could... Uh, like if you made the if you took the action, you could like try to put that pillar between the two of you, like jump up on the platform and get that pillar between the two of you. That pillar that you guys were gonna blow up and you know bring the whole building down. Right, right. Okay, so they're kind of middle of the thing right now. Yeah. yeah okay. In that general vicinity. Yeah. So <clears throat> minor action, I will move into cover, and then I will take my action to use the recovery action. Difficulty of one because I'm in recover. No, because I'm in cover, that is a fitness plus 
It says command, which seems weird. It's using a willpower. System's weird sometimes. Okay. That's what you get when you only got six traits and six uh, attributes. All right. Uh, <laughs> six skills and six traits. And command. Could I make uh, could I make an argument for composure, trying to just steal myself for this uh, this combat? Get myself back in fighting spirits. I, I could see the the composure trying to get yourself back on getting your heart rate under control so you're not freaking out, you know, as he's beating the crap out of you. Yeah. As he has okay. already pummeled the crap out of you. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Uh, I can't spend bold because it's not a security test. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is only a difficulty one, though. Value 14 does momentum. Uh, let's see. Regain ability to avoid injury and can spend two momentum to regain stress. Is that momentum after the check or the momentum I spend on the check? Uh, I didn't. Sorry. Read it again. Uh, if successful, gain. Okay. If successful, gain one resistance on any cover effects, regain ability to avoid injury, and can spend two momentum to regain one stress. So it does sound like it's after the successful it's after, check. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to roll here. Uh, that is three successes. So I get two momentum and I immediately spend one of them uh, to read to, uh, well, I mean, it really doesn't matter, but. You can spend both of them to regain stress. Yeah, but he's going to hit me for more than two damage next turn. So it really, really doesn't matter. Um, is there any further negative to being on zero? I don't think there really is. No, not really. So I don't, I think momentum can be better spent with me just hovering at zero, which sounds dumb, but two, two, two momentum for one stress is not a valid HP recovery system. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm just going to save that two momentum so I can buy another avoid injury later. Fair enough. Yeah, you can't go into negatives. Not in this game, anyway. My D&D games, I totally let people go to negatives. And since I have mm. slow healing, you can go into a coma. Mm. <laughs> um, that brings us to Chirka's turn. Uh, Chirka is going to uh, straight from behind a wall, and she's going to say, get off my boss, and then she's going to shoot him. Um, okay. And then uh, I will use all six momentum on this. If you take the aim motion, the aim thing you would get the advantage as well all right i will i will i will yes i'll take my minor action to aim so you aim and you get five you roll what five dice uh-huh nice hell yeah uh I it's 14 year to hit i assume uh my to hit with control oh, you got a one so it's two right there no matter what mm-hmm. right with control security is because your difficulty from where you're at should be four it's 10 so um yeah i technically only get that one so far i do get to reroll oh yeah you can reroll four dice plus does my advantage apply what is the uh spotting of having yes so the difficulty would be three 
Fuck. Oh, balls. You still got three more rerolls, so. Do it? Okay. Accurate. Yeah, because accurate lets you roll All of any them. number of dice. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Okay. All right, so you've got two more successes there, and then you one complication. So that's two, three, um, four. No, you re-roll with... one more die. You can get another die. Oh, yeah, you can. Yep. Yeah, because roll the 18, too. There you go. There you go. Oh, nice. And 10 is your number, right? So that's 11. two, three, yeah. four, five successes and one complication. Yeah. And that if the difficulty is one, three, I succeed by, wait, why is the difficulty three? So it was four for, for range and you're shooting into, in, you're shooting into an engaged combat. You dropped it by one for he's the, not in, he's yeah, not in I disengaged. Oh, all right, yeah. yeah, you disengaged. You're right. So I two. forgot. So it's two. But decreased by one. Well, it was the range no, it makes three. it three reduced by one is two, which right. so you get it by you still beat it by three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you have three momentum and you hit. Okay. So. Um, and I get a complication. Uh, for the for the effect, I'm going to do vicious. Or no, I'm going to do penetration. Um, this is a penetration on charge. I don't remember. Yeah, it is. But yeah, you okay. aimed rather than charged. That's true. Um, but I can use my momentum to decrease penetration. Yes, you can. Or increase penetration. Um, so that is two. I will decrease penetrations to so three damage with zero penetration, assuming his resistance is four. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. That was kind of a wet fart of a turn, but um yeah, so you did wait a second. That was pretty impressive. Four that's oh yeah, because you rolled really poorly on the yeah. actual damage. So that's one two damage. Um uh, you know yeah, what? You, I can use determination to reroll dice, right? Even challenge dice. Uh, yeah, I believe so. All right, I'm I'm gonna do that. Uh, Where'd all that momentum go? He used it all. Oh god, two, I'm gonna die. Two yeah. for uh, he used two for penetration and one for extra damage. He I rolled a pretty bad that. amount of damage. So there we go. Yeah, that's better. So five with three momentum. Yeah. So two to penetration. Right, um, and one, one to damage gives you six damage, right? Yeah. Um, that would uh, cause uh, one, that would cause him to take an injury. I will uh, take my two threat for the complication and I will spend one of them to avoid the injury. But he isn't definitely it, takes the damage. Isn't it two to avoid the injury? Uh, their trait allows him to spend the one because from gotcha. the augments. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, he definitely gets hit and now notices that you are there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the top of the round. Uh, when you guys can go. Right. I am going to come at him with a bat left. Also, so far, Chirka, the only one that's hurt the hurt Merzad in this uh, in this turn in this combat. Mm -hmm. So yes. All right, you come at him with a bat left. Stolen all of my momentums. Yeah, they're all gone. Uh, yeah, he but... did this to the to me last time too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my hand to hand focus should count here. Yes. Um, I don't think I have anything else that's going to do me any goddamn fucking good. So pray for ones, folks. That is decidedly not a one, you <laughs> asshole. Can, nope. By the way, even if we don't have momentum, you can generate threat to create to still avoid an injury. And to buy dice. You can basically anything you would anything you would do with momentum you can use with threat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh also, Ev, you can minor action aim even with a, a melee weapon. Oh, can you? Yeah. Yeah. So I you can roll re- you can re-roll that 20 if you aim. You, you don't get the you don't get the bonus that the I mean that's fine. Rifle has, but yeah. Just, so just I'll leave that, that up to you, Jeff, because I didn't realize you could aim with you, you can aim, it just allows you to only roll a single die. That's fine. Because uh the benefit of the accurate of the weapon of the range weapons is that it allows you to re-roll any number of dice. Right. Whereas aim just allows you to re-roll one die. Still, that's that fair. turns that twenty into a six. Yes. So that's two successes. Still doesn't hit row though, right? Because he No it does. Does it? Oh, good. Yeah. Well, Fantastic. you're doing melee combat, so it's contested. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that since you came from behind, he's going to be at a disadvantage for the round, so he's going to only have... Uh, he's got to get three. I will spend them thingy to get... Oops, that's the wrong direction. To get my third die. And he will defend. Mm. Oh, nice. That sucks. That's still... Three. Uh, do we get a momentum for your 20? You do not. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. I agree. Shenanigans. Uh, I should get more thread for creating complications. No, um, no, no. That's not how that works. <laughs> uh, it is three, so that is a counterattack, and he basically turns and attacks you. Um, the damage is then done to you with a one momentum. He blocks the bat left out of the way and then does uh turns and shanks you in the shoulder. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine damage into your shoulder as he brings that that um duck tang down into your collarbone. How does that work? So combat it, it contested rolls of of um Melee weapons. Melee weapons. You can if you whoever wins gets the attack basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have resistance of two, and he doesn't. He's not. Can't reduce that, so you take seven. If he attacks you and you succeed, though, you attack him. You do damage to him too. So okay. So that's seven stress. Seven stress, which is one one injury, unless you want to avoid the injury. Uh, yeah, we'll avoid the injury. It's a little uh, too early in that combat. It's too uh, so I will. Spend you. I will give you a threat. Uh, a threat, two threat, threat, two two threat. threat. Uh, or you can uh, determination or whatever else you want to do. But um, it is now Marjad's turn. Uh, he is going to pimp slap you again, um, since Ambrose is hiding. Um, he is going to. Uh, I'm going to grapple you and try to throw you off the edge of the thing. So if I grapple you, I'm going to. Um, he's going to grapple first. That's his first his first uh, objective. Difficulty is increased by one. So the difficulty is f- contested. Yeah, but... well, it's still okay. increased by one. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to spend another momentum thingy, whatever. So that's one, two, three, uh, four, five uh, again. Brian, you're not allowed to use momentum anymore. Uh, you can generate threat. Like, you don't have to. Um, Combat's about. Here's the thing he has like unlimited threat right now. He's just generating it like crazy. Yep. Just generate threat like crazy. Yeah. He, he, there's only yeah, so much he can use. That ends well for us. No, there's only so much he can use. Right. Yeah, to some extent. I mean, I could be like, all right, and like here's ten, here's ten threat. Five more Klingons beam in. You can only spend six yeah. at a time. All right. Well, here's six more threat. Three more Klingons beam in. <laughs> well, you could do that anyway. With yeah. seven threat. Um. All right. I'm gonna give you three threat and buy two dice. I presume my hand to hand still applies yes. here. Mm-hmm. Is that another dice? Yeah, about two. So, so three. So he, your difficulty was your. You have a plus yeah. one, so you actually rolled four. Yep. Against his five, so yep. he grapples you. Uh, I'm gonna spend. Uh, I'm gonna spend two, of these take a swift action and to hurl you over the edge of the thing that's a swift action it's Apparently. swift action so swift action reads uh perform an additional task with an increased difficulty of one. Oh, full task yeah okay yeah so gotcha uh i was confusing it with free action no yeah no yeah. no yeah again terminology sometimes D&D terms yeah yeah so uh but it's still a roll right i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say this is still a contested Roll. He's at advantage for having you grapple. He's at disadvantage for having for for being a swift action. So that just levels that out. Uh, so it's a contested uh, uh, hand-to-hand combat roll. Straight up. I'm gonna spend one to get a three. Third die. And that's uh, two. Only two. So you, you have a difficulty of two to not get hurled over the edge. Uh, there, it is not counting as a counterattack. It's just you're going to basically stop him from throwing you over the edge. Okay. If you fail, if you get less than two, you will go over the edge. Okay. I will give you another threat. Well. Ouch. My dice can go up themselves. <laughs> um, so Marjad grabs yeah, Mills and. You fight back a bit, uh, but finally he just kind of uh, grabs you by the throat, uh, puts his hand in one, he puts his other hand like on the injury where he stabbed you a second ago. Well, no, that would require. Yeah, his duck tang is still in your shoulder. Uh, so he kind of just wiggles that a little bit and, you know, you, you kind of lose focus and he hurls you over the edge. You fall 20-ish feet into this goo and are now swimming in goo. Uh, it is sticky and gross. Um, it's like swimming in, um, like molasses. That's exciting. Yeah, you're not hurt though. Like it's Star you Trek. St- Falling do doesn't st- hurt. You do stink though. <laughs> yeah, you're, and you're very sticky now. Your hair is quite matted. Uh, it is now the your guys's turn because that was Marjad's turn. I don't believe. Uh... Ambrose has gotten this turn, has he? Mm-mm. No. No, this was top of the round. Well, next Well, top Mills of the round. was top of the round. Yeah. You watch Mills go hurled over the edge. Um, 
tell you what, you know what? Uh, here's, here's what I'd like to do. I would like to do suppression fire. So I would like to create disadvantage from him moving from that zone he's in. Mm-hmm. So uh, including reach to Ambrose. Okay. So I'm setting the difficulty for him to move through. Okay. I always like suppressing fire. No, no one ever uses it. Well, do you like it enough for me to get get advantage on it? I will spend one threat. Well, that is three successes. Right. So difficulty would be four to go through that space? Mm-hmm. Or, no, difficulty would be three. Three, okay. Yeah, I set the difficulty, and so the difficulty is three. Right. Right, right, okay. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was set the difficulty plus one, but I don't know why. So, yes, difficulty for him to move towards Ambrose would be three. Um. It's still your guys' turn because he can't go again. Oh, uh, okay. This went like I'm, I'm doing as bad as he did in our first interaction. Yes. This is why you, it's a, in, in wrestling, this is called the swing match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, that big yellow piece of machinery, that wouldn't have to be a, a giant weaver robot, is it? Can I uh, it's, fight him like an alien? No, mm-hmm. that would be uh, like a like a miniature worker bee. Okay. Um, you have advantage on ranged attacks right now. Yeah, I do. And you have mm-hmm. cover at the moment. And I have cover. And I just recovered so I can avoid injury again. So I feel like this is just going to be a a death yo-yo sort of situation where I just keep recovering and avoiding. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah, if I have have an advantage to hit him uh, with ranged, I am going to do that. So uh, Brian was right, and you basically have infinite momentum at this point. So Basically. first minor, minor action, I'm going to aim. I'm going to give you another threat to take another minor uh, action to charge. Uh, I am then going to fire. Okay. What happened to our other security people? They're almost yeah, they done. they dicking around? They're almost oh, okay. done. Ugh. They're doing stuff. Uh, okay, go ahead and take yet another threat, because why the hell not for my bold? So that's three dice. Um, with uh, with Cherka's suppression fire and targeting assistance, is that enough for team dynamics to apply as a focus since we are working as a as a well organized team? I suppose. All right. Uh, that is a focus. I don't think I can manage to get any better there. I mean, I could just I could just give you all of the threat and take all of the dice, but I think that's probably a bad idea. I mean, it doesn't much matter. Like you said, I've got pretty much all yeah, the momentum. It I really can... doesn't. Go ahead and take two more threat. I'm going to roll four dice. I mean, I just got to try to power through you at this point, or you're just going to kill me. Uh, okay, then I roll and see what happens. That is six successes. There we go. That's what we needed. 
Okay, uh, so the charge is going to be for, uh, well, I suppose I should roll this. Yeah, your difficulty to hit him was two, right? I think. It was... It would have been, would have been one because of your advantage. Yeah, it would have been base minus one. So it would have been one, I rolled six, so that's five momentum. Uh, so that's eight damage and four effects. Four effects. I'm going to spend uh, the charge to turn those effects into getting rid of resistance. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend two momentum to do two extra damage to bring that up to ten. So that is two injury. By your by your rules, it'd be two injury plus what uh, if he fills the chart because every five does uh, a wound. If that house rule is still in effect, yeah, it it would apply. He would take two injuries unless he was dropped to below. Um his stress, which he's not. Oh. Hmm. Uh, well, still, two wounds is basically instant death. Yeah, except we've been... If he avoids the injury, yeah. he's avoiding both injuries. Yeah, It's the same way that uh, Ambrose was doing it. Yeah. So, But he uh, should have... He should only have one more avoid injury. Correct. Presumably. Which, which he's using right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then I still have three momentum. I'm going to spend... Two of that for the swift action. Mm -hmm. Does aim still apply if I take a shot on the same turn since I'm still aiming at the same thing? Technically, I think it would because it's supposed to be until your next turn. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, but this is his next turn. It gives you another pass. It's not another turn. It's another task. Yeah, it's a it's a same turn. It's another uh, The way I read it personally, and I could be wrong. I'd have to read the actual book, but... The way it reads on the chart cheat sheet that I've got, it's you get another task in the same round. Uh, it says on a single d20 made on the attack before the start of their next turn. Right. Yeah. But oh, this isn't a attack. new turn. I, like, read, so I read it as the same uh, turn. It's just increasing the difficulty by one. You're basically taking additional actions in the yeah. same turn. My read is differently, but that's fine. Yeah. I'd have to read the actual book. I'm just reading the... I, just, mm -hmm. I only have the... I'll post it in front of me. So. Go ahead uh yeah okay so that that would make the base difficulty of the of this attack three right yes okay uh minus one because target assist so it's back down to two right okay so then i'm going to fire again uh go ahead and take threat for bold i have my focus uh i am aiming so i can re-roll these difficulty two uh if i hit you have not been able to recover so you presumably can't spend any of this absorbent amount of threat to avoid injury so go ahead and take two more i'm rolling four dice your threat may as well be infinite uh this is daring and security go it's really more beneficial for the next combat <laughs> uh i'm going to re-roll that 20. Uh, it's not a success, but at least it's not a complication. So that is four successes. That banks so me two advantage. That banks me two momentum. I roll this. Good roll. Uh, I'm going to spend that momentum because I did not charge. I need to spend that momentum on penetration. Uh, so I'm going to spend those two momentum 
for penetration. So it should get through all of his armor and do at least one injury. Um, presumably. Presumably. Um, How much you got there? How many you got? Seven damage? It does do damage. an injury. I mean, if you take any damage while you're while you're wounded, you you die. That's the that's the rule. Yeah, if you're injured, he's not injured yet, though. Oh, I thought he was. He avoided. No, the he, injury. he avoided, he avoided injury. the injury. But I can't avoid any more injuries, so now so I think he drops unconscious. That's fair. Yep. Well, he's not unconscious. He's injured. He can still act. Well, he's he can't act, but he can't act conscious. without spending determination. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Okay. So he can now not act, but he is. Still awake, still right. alive, essentially. He's coughing up blood and grabbing for his weapon. That's you know, that's where yes. we are narratively. Yes. Okay. I think that's all the shenanigans I can pull. All right. Start of the next round. Who's gonna go? I'm gonna get the hell out of the goo. Uh yeah, I'm going to try and get uh Mills out of the goo. Okay. Um, how you I, you can't do anything to get me out of the goo. I mean, I could like grab a cable and drop it down. Can I do that? Yeah, you can. Well, probably can't grab one from where you're at, but you could. You see one hanging from a thing. You could, you know, shoot the end of it, and it drops down on the into the goo for her. Which is, I'm not going to make you roll for her. It just does it. Okay. Um, that would be your that would be your action, Pachirka. Sure. Maybe it counts as an assist on her fitness roll. Sure. Um. Yes. Okay. So that would be Chirka's turn goes first to be able to get the cable down to give you the assist for, that, for, your, for your turn. Okay. Uh, or to create, I'll say it creates an advantage for your turn. Okay. Uh, lower, lowering your difficulty because that's that's more of an actual task rather than assisting. Yeah, that's true. It makes right. it, it makes a task possible rather than impossible. Right. Um, so uh, then it goes to Marjad, and uh, I'm going to spend my six of these fuckers boom and marjad rolls over on his side with a grenade in his hand oh balls just kind of smiles at ambrose i'm all the way i'm not in yeah, he's not within reach i'm not in melee range i'm on the uh, other side of that pillar still i'm taking yep, cover it's still not uh it's a ranged weapon it's a it's a area of effect weapon so you're still within i mean the pillar is going to give you cover which is good um, but you're still within, what, two, right? You're within one, really. I'm uh, within the, close range. Yes. I'm in I'm in the same zone, but Correct. I'm not within reach, and I'm behind cover. Right. Or whatever uh, that matters. The cover would be a di- number of dice you would roll to reduce damage when the grenade goes off. Okay. Uh, because of my recovery, it also makes any of his attack actions, if this is an attack action, uh, at plus one difficulty. I don't know if pulling a pin really matters. Though. Not really throwing the grenade at you so much as just letting the grenade go right. off. All right, sure. Makes sense. I mean, I think you would still need to attack roll. I mean, I suppose. I don't know if you'd... you'd... I don't know why you would. Yeah. I mean, other than maybe for the chance that the grenade's a dud. Well, the the reason to do it would be, uh, then I can spend momentum to make greater effects with the mm. with the with the weapon. 
because there are grenades do have effects yeah so i mean the the difficulty for a ranged attack also applies to like the you know it assumes you're dodging so like you know oh shit uh one two three four five so i succeed um and i have a shitload of momentum so uh doesn't really apply penetration doesn't really apply to um cover so you have full cover which i think is if i'm not mistaken three dice three black dice you would roll or three d6s you would roll any successes you get uh, any whatever's you get on it count uh, the same way damage would um, but you reduce the damage so it's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten damage um, you'll roll three dice I don't really have anything I can do with the momentum other than increase the range, which is really not really important at this point because I'm just trying to hit you. Mills is too far away to be bothered, um, and Chirka is too far away to be bothered. Um, so that gives you three dice. Three, you roll. You roll three d sixes basically. Okay, I'm not seeing any way of getting me any d sixes, any more d sixes, right? You could spend uh, momentum for how many? Can you? I believe it. I believe it's one one momentum to add a challenge die. Maybe I'm it's probable. Yeah. Um. I mean, either way, I'd have to roll real high to to stop not take injury. So I'm just I'm gonna have to spend the I'm gonna have to give a threat to avoid injury anyway. So it really doesn't matter how much damage I take, right? Because I can't go below zero. So I'm just gonna roll take a ridiculous amount of damage and spend the momentum to not uh, or spend the threat not to go unconscious or not to take the injury. So you reduce the damage by three. So seven. Okay. And then you take another threat. So I avoid the injury. Okay. Although at that point, there's really not much point to taking to avoiding the injury either. But hey, you could just take the injury. Well, I. Well, I guess you don't fall unconscious, so I could still would act. You, well, I guess somebody think... could do first aid, and then I. Yeah, we could do a first aid. Get yeah. your get you back up. Yep. Uh, but if you want to avoid the injury, that's fine too. Given where I am and the difference between seven and eight, I'm I'm going to give them the threat to avoid the injury because I'm not convinced that another Romulan and a Klingon isn't just going to immediately come out of that elevator. Well, okay. he's spending a lot of threat. Yeah, so like let's right see. I spend the sixth threat and the pillar that you were standing behind is severely damaged and the building is beginning to collapse. Okay. Well, sure. Which is something you wanted to do anyway. Yeah, we were doing that anyway. Right. And we got to take the other one out, so. This just makes your timeline a lot shorter. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, All right. What you can do? We're no longer in combat rounds, really. Mm -hmm. I think Mills has to do a climb check to get the fuck out of the vat. Mm -hmm. Yep. Is that just fitness and security? Mm -hmm. you, plus I assist. Uh, I should roll for that. I do not assist. You do not climb out either. Nope. I'm just gonna swim it's very slippery. It's gooey. It's slippery goo. 
Um, the two other guys come out, um, phasers at the ready. Um, <laughs> and when they see that nothing is here, they signal that the charges are set. I actually meant to have them come out last turn, but <laughs> forgot. So what you guys are gonna do? You've got charges set on the gate. You've got one damaged pillar. One person in the goo. One person not in the goo. One person not in the goo and almost injured. Like stubs his toe, dies. How far up from the goo is this uh, conveyor belt thing? Can I like climb these? It's about ten feet. Climb this thing? Oh, so not so much. You could climb the the side pieces, yeah. I mean, you can still climb the rope. Uh, The rope didn't fall. Yeah, you can still climb the rope too. The rope didn't fall. I'm just thinking, like, Something logistically, small rope or larger thing that might, you know, with handholds. Right. Yeah, it's a terrible design. Who did, who made this? I mean, it's swim around the with ladder. It. You could probably find a ladder. So. Oh well, find the ladder. Yeah. You swim around for a while and find a ladder. Still, We're it's still. I, I think Ambrose has a turn. Yeah. Uh, from this position, can I see what that big green glowing circle is? It's some kind of energy cell. Uh, definitely a power supply of some kind. Given that the Rom- given this looks like Romulan technology, it doesn't take long to figure out what the kind of, what that probably is. Right. Oh no. Uh, they're so small they'd probably collapse under their own weight, eating an entire planet. Right. They wouldn't eat an entire planet. They might eat this entire room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll take out a whole ship. Yeah. Okay, so... I think I'm going to hobble my busted ass over to that. And can I set my uh, my phaser to overload? Sure. Like, not immediately, like on a timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, just... it, takes, it takes time for it to overload. It's right. not really a timer. There's actually a rule for that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna slide it all the way up to max and just leave it there until it blows up. Okay, you will not want to be here. When I will happens. No, no. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, this did not go nearly as well as I had hoped. I was hoping to get a lot more information and cut off Marjad's head, but well, it's head it's head's off. He's right, dead. right. it's it. it's not there anymore. <laughs> I mean, you dropped him. Yeah, I did. I did. It wasn't in melee like I would have liked, but I did drop him. There's yeah, only ev- like ever since like forty-four off- more of them like ever- on that conveyor belt. That's true. I have Marjads for days, really. Um, ever since that, ever since jumping off the balcony at DS Nine, I really have not had a, a satisfying combat as <laughs> as Ambrose, which is really unfortunate. A win is satisfying. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, I I really wanted to get up to the the northeast and see what all this is because that looks like some interesting stuff, but we don't have time for that. Um, not anymore. Not, not anymore. Not, now that I'm blowing this up, yeah. I I think I'm going to yell over to Ambrose. We need to get Mills out. <laughs> she can. She'll find her way up. I'm sure. Shirka looks taken aback by that. Uh, and she's going to keep trying to help uh, Mills get up. If it means like finding a ladder for her or something. Yeah, you can you can help her direct her over to the. There's a ladder by the uh, the 
Um, oh, can I like kick down a ladder? Either one of those fold up ladders. Sure. There's a ladder over by the the two inlet pipes. The in the nearest to where you came in, those two inlet pipes that are pumping goo into the facility. All right. I'll, I'll lower it down for. You also note that the goo is rising because the council that controlled the goo has been blown up by a red bomb thing and a grenade. <laughs> so, Commander, I think we should get out of here. This we place is really should. Uh, you are uh, Mills. You you climb out. It doesn't with the ladder. You don't need to roll. Mm. You're just covered in goo. I mean, theoretically, she should just be mad anyway. Yeah. Um, your uh, your your type three phaser though is still in the goo. It's, it's still no, in the goo. There's no point in taking it with you anyway. It's not going to work anymore. Oh, okay. Just, hmm. so Federation type three. You could pretty intense goo. <laughs> That's coming out of your. Pain. Plus, they're free. So sure. T T threes are supposed to be nigh indestructible. Mm. Um, she pulls okay. the the yeah. kang out of her shoulder and yep. into her belt. Holds out her hand. Wipe some goo off. Holds out Cherka. A sample. She says, "Well, the I, I've got some vials, I guess, but they seem redundant at this point." Well, we don't have any of this, do we? All right, she'll she'll brush them off your shoulder into a vial. She'll brush them off your shoulder into a vial. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the Romulan communication device. You still there? Can you get a lock on us? Uh, you beep a thing. It does not open a, a direct comm line. It opens a, a data line and, and a, the, um, locks a signal onto you, obviously. Uh, nothing happens for a few seconds. You can hear the, uh, the, uh, the phaser getting <coughs> to its wind-up point. Uh, you know, it's, it's a blow-up point. So, it, so it's not a communicator. It's a... It's a it's it's, an it's a plan. modified communicator for emergency. Like it basically attacks attaches to a specific signal on the ship, so they they get a notification that you're there, that you're ready to go, and it can accept data, uh, which it normally wouldn't be able to do. Um, for just a second, we wonder if the Romulans decided to just leave their secrets buried along with us. So right. so either either they hear us and they're going to beam us up, or they don't hear us and they left or we're destroyed and we're going to go down with this place anyway. So I'm going to tell the uh, the other two security guys to. Uh, tell those explosives to go off in like three minutes or something. If we're not out of here by then, we're not getting out of here. Okay. Um, they they click the the thing and set it, and um, you can hear the phaser your your uh, phaser rifle mm -hmm. reaching its climax of explosion point. Um, and just as you're fairly certain it's going to explode, um, you notice the actually as it's exploding, you notice the uh, the the transporter, the green energy of the transporter uh, beaming you out. Um, there's some flickering in your little uh, little thrown by the uh, uh, the energy that feeds back on the on the beam, but uh, and by thrown I mean mentally thrown, not physically thrown. Um, and then uh, a few seconds later you appear on the uh, transporter pad of a Romulan ship. And I'm going to go ahead and end there because it's 10.30. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look around and make sure the other four are with me. They are. Everyone's there. Okay. So. All right. We'll uh, we'll pick up right there because who knows what Romulan ship it actually is.
That's true. That's very true. Yay. Um, uh, and on that note, uh, let's go ahead and do a really fast wrap up and then I have to go to bed in half an hour. Sure. Ago. sure. Uh, what, what moment stands out most to you this evening? Uh, grenade. <laughs> Anything else? Um, I, I really liked uh, the the Chirka um, Ambrose scene. That was a good scene. I like I like these two. I can't wait to see what happens with them. I liked the uh, the the Hage and company with Eva. That was pretty good. That was good. And I, I, I definitely like the Mills and Chirka kind of, they're, they're both sort of under the same mentorship, Ambrose mentorship program, helping each other through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, we had a lot of good character scenes. Yeah. What was a good idea, bad idea for the session? Charging Morjad. <laughs> mm. Bad idea. Apparently yeah. any of that combat. That combat did not go very well for you guys. No, no, he was rolling so well, and we were just not. Yeah, you wiped out the other Klingons pretty quick, though. If I have time to set a plan, I make sure that plan goes well. But once that plan is over, poof, who knows where it's going to go? Um, what did you see from another character or player that you want to see more of in the future? Cherka being a little badass—that was kind of fantastic. Landing, landing the first hit. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed that security is such an important part of damage in this game because yeah. that's such a good role and he does so little. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In older versions of the system, the phaser just did damage, a set amount of damage, and there was different levels of damage based on the level that you were attacking the weapon with. Like if you had to let it set to level seven, it did a certain amount of damage. It's um, a- it's exacerbated by the fact that she's a support character. So like her non-primary yeah. stats are garbage. Yeah. Yeah. It's an unfortunate yeah. side effect of, it, it is just a side effect of the system too. Like if you're not mm-hmm. a combat focused character with security, you are not effective in combat at all. Yeah. Um, I do like that you find a lot of, you, you have been doing a good job of finding a lot of secondary ways to benefit the combat mm-hmm. as a support character rather than just straight up shooting stuff. I think that's really been really good. I've been Yeah. yeah I love how I give everybody the rage combat bonus that everybody goes into melee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought that was pretty good. But anybody else got a good idea, bad idea? I mean, I think the Marjad thing is pretty much a good idea, bad idea. Um if you could change one thing about the session, what would it be? Base rolls. Yeah, better rolls. God damn it. Much better rolls. I'm still not convinced that the 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 avoid an injury role uh, is a good one. It it seemed to draw out the fight more than necessary. I'm well, not with the. I don't think it did. With the homebrew where you can take multiple injuries in a single turn, you kind of need to be able to avoid the injury and avoid all those injuries, or you're just going to immediately die. Yeah, even without it though, like you'd have had it essentially played out the same whether or not you had that or not. Um, because it w- by allowing you to avoid both injuries on a single expenditure, it kind of negates the double oh. effect anyway. Right. I mean, yeah, that yeah. would have been fine. I'm just, so. he, he took a ton of injuries. He should have only been able to take one. Well, I mean, he can avoid injury just like mm. you guys can. Yeah. So. Right. I mean, he only, I also well, took the, a ton of injuries. The augments, the augments only allowed him to take one additional. Um, yeah. That's, so. that's the one I mean. 
No. Right, but I mean that's they're not normal Klingons. Right. So, and he does. I do have to spend momentum for that. So or that's a threat. So I'm just not a fan of that mechanic. I guess. So. I I feel like in most other shows I've watched, there's a lot more opportunity for uh, difficulty zero tasks to mm-hmm. keep keep the players with a steady flow of momentum because I, mean, you have I feel like we're during the combat. We yeah. were using it. We were using every bonus momentum we got. Yeah, we were we were constantly behind the curve on the mo- on on momentum, and it really does kind of I mean, bring us to that escalating hill that you, that Brian. You really up. weren't you behind kind of have on. To... You really weren't behind on, on on momentum until Brian spent six momentum on one action. Yeah. Before that, you had six momentum. You had four momentum or more on almost every action during the combat until yeah. Brian spent six momentum, and then you guys right. just never gained any momentum after that. Like you yeah. Just, yeah, because all rolls. of all the rest were, of the momentum no game was was spent. Yeah, there's no zero difficulty rolls during combat. So. The, the thing is, like dice help exponentially. Like buying one dice on every turn is not as effective as buying five dice on one turn, because mm-hmm. the the more you, damage you do in a single turn, the more you know. The damage. faster you end the combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Normally, uh, right. It, Chirka made a. I mean, that was a bad roll for damage. It was that was not, a bad. Yeah. Like yeah, even I, even your second roll wasn't a good roll for damage. It was better, but it certainly I, wasn't yeah. a good roll for damage. I think you could argue that I shouldn't have spent those because I didn't have the damage dice to back it up, and that was. Yeah, my, I mean, mechanically yeah, speaking, no. from a tactical standpoint, no. But that's mm-hmm. also a stupid way to run a game. Yeah. Like if you're running a game solely based on the stats of your character sheet, then you're not playing the game properly. I don't think. Right. Um. Yeah. Like it's what your character would do in that moment, and it's what Chirka would do in that moment, and she did, and you did a good job. Like I think it it worked out. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good piece of of development for the character to have done that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's to me, it's the it's where it comes into. I think that it's disappointing that security is such an important part of damage in this game. Um, it should be less based on your stat. Like that should help you hit, but it shouldn't necessarily help you nec- with damage in non melee combat. The range weapon does range weapon damage. And it should just do that way. Um, it's just a thing I don't like about the system in that. Dune fixes that problem pretty yeah. significantly. Um, Dune and Conan are both, in a lot of ways, better when it comes to combat. But again, they're combat. They're more combat-heavy games than this. I haven't read the Dune system yet, but I know they do away with the D6s altogether. We should we should talk about it because I just finished my Dune game and there's a lot of interesting stuff in that. Yeah, I've got the book. I've been trying to read it, but I'm currently reading the Shackleton Expanse. So um, yeah, that's fair. That that book actually applies to this game. So. Yeah, that's more pertinent. Um, yeah, I agree though. Like, again though, I think again with the trigger thing, I I liked that she did that. I even spending the momentum, I think it made sense right there. Um, mm. That did put you behind the eight ball though, because then you didn't have any momentum to spend, and you you guys yeah. just didn't roll anything that gave you momentum that wasn't spent on the combat. No, and uh, I think we would have done better initially there if I had chosen to to give you threat on my on on mills's role yeah um it also like if you hadn't gone if you had if you had taken the shot and not gone into melee you probably would have been able to gain some momentum there because probably one thing you can do is you can you can hit successfully and rather than doing a shitload of damage you can actually bank some of that momentum like you guys were using momentum to do more damage which is not the wrong thing to do but you can also use that to bank momentum if you need to yeah um but that didn't. That doesn't happen in combats. Like it's. I've never really seen players do that. Yeah, um, that's because you want to do wounds. Like that's the thing. You want to do yeah. an injury. The the yeah. combat is mm-hmm. all about get making that injuries. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, like, fortunately and unfortunately, combat in this game is really short. If you, like, it is, I find combat to be wildly unsatisfying in almost every regard uh, compared to other games because you take one hit, basically, and you're, you take five damage and you're done. Yeah, um, I see that as a good system. <laughs> I, I like do. <laughs> if you're, like, I like it in, it fits Star Trek really well because when you get hit, you go down. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times though we're seeing people rolling you know way way higher numbers like huge mm. numbers 10 12 14 10 12 damage, damage. yeah and and that's in almost every combat like yeah because the people who are in combat are always maxed out for combat like yeah daring and security at least two players <laughs> in every group probably have that maxed out yeah um so there's one of the drawbacks to this system, I think, is that because there's so many characters, usually so many players, usually, um, and so few attributes and skills, almost everyone is maxed out in the thing they do, and they rarely do things that they're not capable of doing, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons I like the secondary characters in our game, because we have some of that chance for failure, even in their primary things. It adds a little bit more depth to the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um Again, though, I think if damage were done, if damage were different in this system, I think it would make the combat um, more satisfactory and still could be short. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's not so bad. Like, I don't really mind. I don't really tear, tear Like, we don't do combat very often. Hardly ever, in fact. Um, this is, what, the third hand, the third or second or third combat we've done that wasn't on a ship. And we've only done two ship combats, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it is what it is. This game is not designed for combat. It's just not it. Not not at strong point. So, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Nope. No. Yeah. All right. Looking forward to next time. Yeah. Yep. This uh, is far from over. Next <laughs> next week we should be able to get into the Europa's stuff um which will be another combat. So, get ready for that. Um I'm thinking about you know Still the same session, pretty much. So I'm not going to reset the momentum and the and the stuff, which wouldn't matter because you guys would have zero either way. I'll, I'll uh, have the captain rally at the beginning of the session. Yep. <laughs> um, so on that note, I don't have anything else. Let's go ahead and roll credits. Mm-hmm.